Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What up, what up? It's your boy C. Diddy. And I'm Matt Makes Me Sick. Here for a special year-end edition of the realest podcast ever. That sound you hear in the background is the sweet sound of me pouring Coquito. Yeah, Chad's tripping. For those of you who don't know, Coquito is the best drink ever. Why are you putting that much in the cup? It's basically like Spanish eggnog. We're going to be here a while. I just wanted a little bit. Nah, you don't have a choice. <laughs> it's a little bit left. Cool. Yeah, man. My man. Cheers. Oh, man. Blessings. We are back. Um, we were off for like what, like two weeks or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, we took a good, good sixteen days off, <laughs> something like that. Good sixteen days off. And uh, oh, here that is good. Here we. I told you, it's it's amazing. That's phenomenal. Yeah, shout out to my homegirl Misha. She made she made the uh, the coquito. She made me one last year. The shit was too strong. I'm just like yo. As soon as I opened it, I could just smell the rum like punch me in the face. I didn't know if I was like in the Caribbean. Like I didn't know what was going on. I'm like yo. Next year, when you make this damn coquito, don't make it so motherfucking strong, please. Yeah, Por favor. And now, Jesus. it's perfect. She got it right. Oh, and, man. And, and I don't even drink like that no more. This shit is amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been <laughs> drunk in months. This shit is fantastic. I've been drunk since A.O. made us drink. You figure how long ago was that? That was like... Months. Episode five. Eight. Yeah, <laughs> real shit. Like, I ain't drunk in months. Yeah, that was mad long ago. Oh, man. We're in this uh, special... I guess you could uh, off green. We're in the Slimer slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle studio over here at uh, Wildfire, which will, uh, this will be our new home starting today. Well, not this one. <laughs> well, not this one per se, but Why? this, this com- the complex. Well, th- we in the G League <laughs> studio. Right, well, right now we're in the Gatorade League. We're on a yeah. two-way contract. They're going to see if it was going to work out or not. Yeah. But uh, we got to keep this thing going, man. I, I didn't realize the power. That we have. Yeah, it was crazy. In the show. I mean, my DM, Texas, motherfuckers giving their opinions. I'm like, yo, stop. Like, <laughs> fuck. I told people straight up, once I seen the reaction that you got on Instagram about the awards, I was like, just leave your fucking votes in the comments. Because <laughs> like, y'all going to do it anyway. So Real it's like, tough. at least let me have some control over the process. Yeah. And I like, just say, hey, just go ahead and drop your votes. You going to bid. You going to argue. All this shit I don't want to do. I got a couple more uh, categories we need to throw in there. We'll cool. do it as, as long as the, as, as the show goes on. How have the last two weeks been for you since we um, It's been busy. I'm... um. Finishing up the year, this is basically like promoter season. Like the next three, four weeks is like a promoter's dream because literally, major half of the people are off work. Everybody's home from college and they're just looking for shit to do. So literally, if you just have a semi decent event at a non hole in the wall and you just say, "Hey, why don't you come here?" If people see the shit, they're coming. Like last night, fucking Drake night at the Fillmore was. Uh, Crazy, Drake like performed. No, they do something called Drake Night at okay, the. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, temple yeah. sponsored events. Yeah. Five bucks to get in. They play Drake for the last two hours of the night or whatever. It's cheap drinks, all that shit. It's like a big ass like thirsty Thursday on a Wednesday, but okay. it's like it's Drake Night, and it's been going on for like over a year now. And the shit was just like the line was like wrapped around the Fillmore last night. So it was like that is like what's going on right now. So for me in my other line of work, being a promoter, this is the perfect fucking time of the year because people are not only looking to go out, they're trying to find like what it is like yo what's going on tonight like l- last night i had seven people hit me up yo 
you the party boy. What's going on tonight? I'm like, I'm staying in the house tonight, but yeah. uh, go to drink night. And that's pretty much where everybody ended up going. I got a DM the other day from some guy. He was like, yo, man, I really enjoy the show. I love what you be doing. Let me get your opinion because I know you know what's the best spots to hit in the city as far as nightlife. And I'm like, this clearly isn't. <laughs> like, you're clearly looking for Jed. And I, I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I don't I don't really party. He was like, well, I mean, I, you, you got to know something. And I'm like... I mean, they be dancing at the casino and shit <laughs> near the slot machines when I be walking past them. When I leave the poker room and before I get to my car. I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't party. You got the wrong, uh, the, the wrong it's not the wrong real one. Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, you got the wrong podcaster, fam. That's Chad that does that shit. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the year, looking back on it, it's just been a lot. You yes. know what I'm saying? I'm, yes. You, you want to talk about our years before we get into these I'm awards down with that. that we're going to throw out there? I mean, 2017, it's been like an up-and-down year. Like, I had a lot of success. Um, you know, I made, made a lot of money, made a lot of strides in terms of, like, my step forward in terms of, like, some of the other type of things I want to branch out to and do in the future. Um, I flipped my first house successfully this year. That was a process that y'all basically on air, like, walked through me with mm -hmm. from, like, the initial closing all the way down to the sale of the house. Um, you know, the project ended up running a little longer than expected, but it sold in record time. Like, it literally sold in 48 hours. Then we had to, then you got to wait to close on the, so it's like the agreement and then the closing is a whole nother thing. So then the closing took a whole nother two months or whatever, but I did get my money. I took some dope vacations. I went to Miami. Uh, went to Atlanta, went to LA, uh, went to Houston for my birthday. And I just had like a dope year in terms of that. On the flip side, a lot of tragedy. I lost my best friend, Zeke. Um, he passed suddenly um, July of this year. Um, you know, basically like exhaustion, heart complications, just, you know, really young, driven guy and just kind of like worked himself to death, like mm -hmm. literally. And it's just crazy because... Um, He's somebody that, you know, literally from the first day I met him, just nothing but a good person. Like, yo, I see what you got going on. I said at the time I was, like, doing music and all of that. And he's like, yo, whatever you need financially or advice, whatever, you just need somebody to talk to about the shit you got going on, just let me know. I'm here for you. And, you know, literally every step of the way from the first day I met the guy, like, we was basically inseparable. And um, he became family to me. And he just kind of, like, you know, suddenly passed in July. That was like a hurt piece. Um, we all know we just lost Camaro Rob yeah, recently, right, so that's right. another, like, you know, that was a crazy, like, a big one that yeah. literally, like, made all the, took shutdown Instagram, made the news, made Philly.com, like, literally anywhere you could go, like, you couldn't get around that guy, and it's just, you know, a tragic situation, man, that somebody so young, so driven, doesn't get to make it to their 30th birthday, and again, he's somebody who was, you know, really kind of, like, transitioning from, you know, being the party promoter and the hair guy to being, like, a legitimate businessman and, you know, the good bed situation and the housing stuff and all he was doing. And um, it's just dope to see that his friends are really, you know, carrying on his legacy and really just, you know, talking about all the positive memories of him and just trying to stay as positive as possible and, um, you know, and, and carrying on with, you know, what, what he united them for and brought them together to do business-wise, they're pushing forward with it, you know, in his absence. So that's definitely dope. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Uh, 17 was a learning experience. I can't hear anything right now. I can hear. I can't hear a goddamn thing, but it don't matter. <laughs> uh, 17 was a, it was a learning experience, you know what I'm saying? A lot of ups, a lot of downs. 
I realized this year you you you're gonna run bad. You know what I'm saying? My poker players know what I'm talking about. It's like that shit is is real. It's like I had like 13, 14, 15, even last year. I just was hitting spots where it was just like I can't lose. Like to where I'm like I'm I'm quitting. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I was telling them like I'm I'm getting done with this shit. I'm taking off. I'm going to L.A. or Vegas and holla back. And I realized this year, like, you can run bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I had a night where I lost five figures. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is just crazy. Yeah. One, one of our close friends, I saw him one, one like, weekend, like, almost lose six. Shit. Real talk. I ain't put his name out there, but, like, that shit is, mm. that, you, you can run good yeah. and you can run terrible. And I realized that shit is, like, Jay said, I, I hate you know, Hove, but <laughs> you know, he got a line for everything. The, he got a line for everything. You know what I'm saying? The pain, it, you know, it's what's the line? It's a blessing. Yeah. Appreciate the loss. It's a le- no pain is a lesson. Appreciate the loss is a, a blessing. blessing. Like yeah. that shit is real because it'll really put put it in perspective what you're doing and where you at. Yeah. And, you know, you can't do certain things, and it's like going forward, man. Like 18, I'm I'm just focusing on the World Series. That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, summertime come. You know, shout out Dante. We was rapping the other day. It's like, I already know what I'm doing, where I'm going to be, what I'm going for. So, we'll see what happens. Just yeah. getting more focused with that. I'm eating better again. Drinking Yo, more water. Too, man. Big time. You know, like, just completely. Mm. Like I said, I just wasn't worried about certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way I, way I had been in the previous. But at the end of it, year was good. You know what I'm saying? I made some dope connections, some dope setups. You know, we're breathing. We got a freezer full of fucking turkeys and <laughs> salmons and shit. So right. it is what it is, man. Uh, anything else you want? Um, I mean, only other thing I'm in the process now of uh, like I'm getting towards the home stretch of trying to like buy my buy my first house, uh, like you know, income property, or whatever, like a rental unit, something that I'm going to hold on to hopefully forever. But um, you know, worst kind of worse if I don't hold on to it forever, I'll be able to leverage that to you know start to do some of the other stuff that I. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to do. And um, I'm just trying to be, you know, more community involved, more of a positive uh, role model and outlet for these younger guys that's out here and these younger young ladies and these young ladies that's out here, man. And just show them that, you know, it's, it's other ways to do things um, rather than, you know, dwelling and wallowing in negativity and oh, all day. and just, uh, you know, just try to be a, the best version of me is my main goal going forward. Yeah. Hell yeah. So where do you want to start, man? Where, 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 where do you want to take this thing? Matt had the brilliant idea a couple weeks ago. He said, yo, for our, for our year-end show, we need to do TRP Awards. And it's crazy because I used to have, uh, you know, when I had my blog and all of that, I used to do a year-end award show. I had to win awards, and it was basically like for the win. And I would, you know, come up with these obscure categories and, you know, some mainstream categories, but a lot of obscure categories and just kind of like give people the credit that they deserve for being great and give people the credit that they de- more credit they deserve for being fucking stupid. So that's basically like the premise of this award show here. Um, this is Matt's baby. He did an amazing job with it. Um, Thank you. you know, I, was, I, I was working this week. This yeah, yeah no, week. he was on some shit. And, you know, I filled in as best as I could, giving some additional compliments. But he was, you know, me and this guy have been working together literally on this show for 11 months straight. And we pretty much have 
a very good idea of how one another is thinking. So a lot of stuff I didn't have to change because he already got it right. So I didn't want to change nothing for the sake of changing it. But we got some amazing categories. We previewed them on uh, social media. So y'all seen them already. People was debating up a storm in our cat in our uh, comments mm-hmm. on Instagram. Where do you want to start? You want to start on a positive? I feel like if you ever watch a war show, they start with a big category. Normally it's a, a recording artist. We don't have any who opens the show. Then it's a monologue. And then it's like a, normally a big category. Best yeah. new artist, something like that. I want to start with... Uh, where can we go first? Verse of the year. Okay. Let's start with that. And we can go into music. Because I added a couple music joints. Start on a high. All right. So the nominees are Young Thug for We Ball, Take Off on I Get the Bag, Migos and Gucci, Juicy J, a late write-in a late, vote, a late, a late edition. Nigga made it the day before the nominees. Juicy <laughs> J, the vampire, the legend, No Limit Remix. Go listen to that shit right now. Pause the podcast. Go listen to Juicy J verse 10 times and, and then, then come, come back. back. And then tell me that he don't deserve to be nominated yeah. for this motherfucking category. Mace, the Oracle. Talk about coming back from the dead. Holy yeah. shit. Who knew, number one, that Mace was still a viable artist. Yeah. He's 10 years removed from the G-Unit mixtape. Yeah. Let alone... Mace got two great interviews this year. Like his rap oh, radar man. joint was good, and his yeah, uh, I just listened to his, his rap uh, radar joint the other night. Angie Martinez joint was phenomenal. He had the scuba shit on. He yeah. he had the Cam stop playing, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, Cam, Jimmy, stop playing. I grew up with y'all. I really know y'all for real, for real. Um, and I got some sidebar thoughts on Mace also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Thought Funk Flex Freestyle just dropped. Loaded Lux Funk Flex Freestyle. Me and Matt had talked about this ad nauseum yeah. on social media. And Rick Ross, Idols Become Your Rivals that, verse. That last verse was... Yeah. Like, oof, you yes. felt that. You know what I mean? Bone-chilling shit. I'm going to say this, man. My pick for that was Rick Ross's Idols Become Your Rivals up until I had heard Lux Freestyle. <laughs> it was Lux Freestyle up until I really took in what Young Thug's Wee Ball was. I think Takeoff, I Get the Bag, he ran it. He just he he went away on that right, joint. right. <laughs> Young Thug's Wee Ball just has another energy. Yeah. Is he rapping better than Black Thought or Loaded Lux? No. Nah. But the energy behind him and the energy in, just when he take the break, fuck it, Wee Ball, like you gotta right. feel, like <laughs> that's just a good verse. So I don't know, we, we're gonna come to a consensus and we'll give the you know, give a trophy right. for each of these topics. I'm taking Young Thug Wee right. Ball. I'll say this, about the category in general, Verse of the year, you can approach it from a lot of different standpoints. Exactly. Some people control a verse with energy. Lil Wayne is the king of that shit. Of not really saying nothing, but saying the dopest, slickest shit you Mm -hmm. ever heard in life. Then you have the super lyrical approach, which is like a black thought. A Nas. A a Nas. A loaded Lux on his, like, out the gate, like, just punching, punching, Mm -hmm. punching. I was in the area. Just thought I'd swing by like a girl that was curious. Yeah. Them boys in the hood pop up on you. That's furious. Yeah, like, like <laughs> from the gate. Like, this is the opening stanza. Yeah. Like, so it's a lot of different ways that you can approach something. But when something, like, touches your soul and make you, like, no matter where you at, yeah. everybody has the same reaction to the shit, it's like, 
that's diversity here to me. And I'm on the same page with you with Young Thug. That we ball verse listen, has made him a listen, hood hero. Listen, I'm driving the 33 for overtime. <laughs> the shit came on on somebody's phone, like somebody ringtone. I didn't even know they still did ringtones. The shit came on. When I tell you the whole front of the bus got some dies at the heaven gate, like everybody was singing. <laughs> like, what's wrong with us? <laughs> like, you have to get into that verse you when have it comes on. So that's the reason I'm like, I, I can't see any other verse. The, the Black Thought verse, if, since we talking about it, it was dope. Me, personally, I'm 30, 33. Had to think about it. Had to think about it for a second. <laughs> 33. Black Thought is from my city. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? From the P. My best friends growing up were Ra, Idris, Steve, Pax. These niggas was all Black Thought fans. Right. So I listened to this shit. He been rapping like that forever. For 25, 28 years. So for me, it wasn't like groundbreaking, historical the way it was for every... To me, Loaded Lux joint was better because I'm just like, I didn't expect that from yeah. Lux. Like, I see Black Thought, I kind of expect him to just be the best rapper yeah. in the room. I mean, I've said... And that's the, no knock to him. No, it's not a knock, but it's like... It's consistency. Yeah. Like his, and his... I not when I hear him rap like that, I know he can rap like that. I've been telling people for years the three best rappers in Philly history are Black Thought, Beanie Siegel, and then it's like depending on how you manage it, it's either Will Smith or Gilly the Kid. Yeah. Everybody else is like disqualified. Well, in Spado, everybody else is pretty much disqualified. Yeah. Like when you talk about like that that top dog category, Cass is up there. Cat, so Cass had so, a run. So, so that's the five then. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like. Depending on how you shake it out, that's the five and, you know, yeah. with a six man or whatever the case may be. But it's just like Black Thought has, he's doing what he's always done. Really? Black Thought hung with pun yeah. on a song called Super Lyrical. Yeah. That was in 1998. About it? It's 2018. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. So he been on that. Like, yeah. I'm not surprised. Young Thug had another good ass verse, too, to share the John. Uh the sacrifices? I can't think of yeah, The joint on uh, More Life. Yeah, that joint was crazy, too. I kind of wanted to put Future for the Gang in there, but I don't think enough people really heard it and got into Yo. it. But Future's for the Gang verse. I saw Love say on Twitter yesterday, he's like, that super slimy album, Groomy. That is a good motherfucker. Yo, I album. say this, man. Motherfuckers uh, really, really don't give Future, especially in this later run, because everybody loves Monster. Everybody loves 56 Nights. You know, Purple, what was the joint he Purple had? Rain. It aged like fine wine. Yeah. The first night I heard it, I'm like, I don't know about this. Yeah. But then maybe a month later, I was listening to it every goddamn yeah. I'm day. I'm like, this is the best mixtape I heard since. And Future's the same last with the slimy joints. Like, I've, and and honestly, shout out to Rob, good friend of the show. And that's another thing we got to start doing, taking our time with shit. Rob told me when a new album, a new movie, whatever, a new documentary come out, he don't watch it. He wait. He's like, I'll watch it in a week, two weeks, like right. the uh, Magic and Isaiah. He's like, I'll watch it next week just because I want to get past everybody giving me their opinions of the yeah. shit, and I want to take it in for what it is. And we don't do that now. It's like back in the day when you got Jay-Z Volume 2, you didn't have to get to your timeline to tell them if it was classic <laughs> right. a night the right. first night. Right. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like real talk, albums back in the day didn't even become successful until a month, two months down the line. A month or two months was pushing it. Like, Real motherfuckers tough. was really on some shit like, man, we don't know if your album a classic till two years down the line. Dr. Dre said it best. I signed him and them. He's triple platinum, doing 50 a week. That shit was real. Yeah. Selling 50,000 a week. You 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 hot. 
This was after the album been right. out for six <laughs> right. months. Like, that's real shit. Get Rich or Die Trying, that joint kept growing, yeah. kept blowing. Like, a lot of albums that are considered classic, their biggest selling weeks aren't their first week. No. It's later on down the line. Yeah. And that's just what it is. So it's like, yeah, I felt like for the gang really grew after a while. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, Young Thug, We Ball. Hands down. Hands down. Congratulations, yeah. Thugger. You got versity here. Yeah, <laughs> There's no like, way around it. It's just so crazy because it's like at the at the rate, and I'll wrap it up with this about the category, at the rate with which he puts music out, to hear him do that on a song with somebody who specializes yeah. in that, <laughs> it's like... And me... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You sounded phenomenal. When oh, you absolutely. But Thugger just took it somewhere else. It just... Not because equals. he paired the pain with the style yeah. with the lyricism. Yeah. And he put that shit all together, man. It was perfect. Uh, late addition to the joint... Somebody hit me was album of the year. And uh, the nominees are More Life, uh, Damn, Scissors album, Jay-Z 444, and <clears throat> Rick Ross. <coughs> Jesus. Well, let's throw, uh, let's throw Jay-Z's album right out. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Um, that's not album of the year. <laughs> What's crazy is it's nominated for the fucking Grammy album. For the album and the record of the year. Yeah. All the major categories. But that's a legacy yeah, award. It's a, that's a, it's a legacy nomination. Like, hey, we fucked up a lot. So we going to do the nigger awards this year, and we're going to try to get y'all niggas as much awards as we can. But just know the next seven years, y'all done for. Yeah. Like, y'all ain't getting shit. Like, no. Y'all not getting shit, niggas. Back fuck around and rent out, rap album of the year. That's <laughs> like, y'all not getting yeah. shit. That's a fact. So, to me, the fact that, historically speaking to me, the best rap albums, degree of difficulty is always higher to reach to get on the same level of a great R&B album. Mm-hmm. But in SZA's case... She writes and almost delivers her music like a rapper would, but it's soul music, and it has so much soul. And she gave an unpopular perspective in a reality that a lot of women are dealing with, which is being cheated on, being the other woman, being okay with being the other woman because the situation is so good. And that's just an amazing album, like, top to bottom like it, it was hard for me to get past the first four songs for the first two months of having it and then I get to the deeper the rest of the album I'm like what the fuck that's the album of the year to me hands down well, what's crazy is when I was on my way here and I was like really really thinking about it you know I'm a more life fan you know love always makes jokes like you too big and black to be a Drake fan <laughs> whatever you know what I'm saying I respect it damn at the end of the day as the best rap album of the yes. year. New album I'm loving is Miguel. I don't know if you've listened. I haven't listened to it it's yet. It's phenomenal. I heard Wild Heart is crazy. It's phenomenal. But driving here, I'm thinking to myself, it's between SZA and, uh, SZA's album and Damn. Yes. And then I really thought about what it represents. And I'm like, that's fucked up. I, I got to give it to SZA. Yeah. And I'm like, I, like, I feel weird. Doing for, it for as good of an album as Damn is, 
it's not about shit. It's it's really not. It's Kendrick. It's just storytelling. It's storytelling. It's dope storytelling. Something that uh uh and dope lyricism. Uh, Philly Rich put me on. The album's supposed to be listened to backwards. Yeah, they just put out the deluxe version with and, it backwards. And I'm like, how about it? Like, it makes total sense when yeah. you go from Duckworth going forward. It's like, all right. You're like, yeah, now that makes a little bit more yeah. sense. But yeah, I'm, I'm giving the decision. What the album damn represents is Kendrick figuring out how to make dope content music with dope uh, commercial music and not make it corny. Yeah. That's him figuring it out. That's why, to me, Element is one of the 10 or so best songs of the year. That's why DNA is such a great record because DNA was phenomenal. he figured out how to exist in the post-Drake world, yeah. which nobody else has figured out yet, and how to make dope records that play on the radio, aren't corny, and have the content that's mixed in there, and... Humble is a great fucking song. And when it first came out, I, I didn't get it. I hated and it. And after a while, I'm like... But when you listen to the album backwards, shout out to Rich, when you listen to the shit backwards, Humble makes total sense where it's at it's in the song. album. I still don't really like it. I the, actually love the, it. Now. The hook just annoys me so much. But the song, he's talking good shit yeah, on the Yeah, he's song. talking real good shit. It's not better than DNA or Loyalty. No. But it's a good song. And it's about something. It's, a, it's about some shit. Duckworth loyalty and uh, DNA were just phenomenal. Yeah, you know what I'm definitely. saying. They were, they were phenomenal. So uh, congratulations, SZA, album of the year. Yes, from the uh, TRPE. All right, let's get into some silly shit, real quick. <laughs> All right, most annoying IG caption of the year. Oh man, we got some phenomenal candidates Phenomenals. for this joke. All right, I'm gonna go from the write-in vote up okay. <laughs> to well, the All original right. categories. Never go Eric Benet. <laughs> this I forgot all about that. This fucking <laughs> caption is why 444 is not album of the year. <laughs> At least in part of why it's not album of the year. Holy fucking yeah. shit. A lot of y'all look like Eric Benet yeah. who posted that fucking caption. Yeah. Annoying as shit. We don't catch flights. We catch no we don't catch feelings. We catch, we catch flights. flights. That's actually been around a while, but it blew up it, this it year. It went somewhere else this year. Yeah, it went to another level this year. Shout out to Cardi B. Yeah. No nigga wanna be my <laughs> wanna be my ex. You know what's crazy? Not <laughs> to be funny. I saw that caption thirty thousand times. <laughs> I never listened to motorsport. Never knew it. And either. I finally sat down. I'm like, let me listen to this silly shit. And I listened to motorsport, and I'm like. Is this where this dumbass caption yes. <laughs> like and, and simultaneously, Motorsport is one of the worst songs Yo. of the year. Did you see the fake Jay-Z uh, Motorsport verse? No. The bull who be rapping like Jay-Z? You ain't seen his joint? I skipped over that shit. Um, you gotta, it's better than all the regular Motorsport. I'm like, this shit could really be Hov's Motorsport voice. <laughs> it sounds that good. And, he, and he's really fucking it up. Like, talking big <laughs> shit on there. <laughs> Y'all got Bitcoin. I got Bitcoins. We 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 invest different. Talking <laughs> crazy, yeah. But I heard Motorsport. And I'm like, that's where that dumbass line comes from. But yeah, go ahead. All right. Does it look not to be undone? Yeah. Does it look like I got left off bad and bougie? I, for me, that's uh, that's my thing. I'm not even <laughs> You can tell the rest of them. I still don't know what the fuck that uh, means. Talk nice to me slash talk to me nice. Yeah. Either one. Either that's, or. That was super annoying. And my personal favorite yeah. and my vote, apply pressure. <laughs> I don't know why the combination of them two words together 
<laughs> on an Instagram photo. A bullshit Instagram photo with a weak ass bra yeah. is the funniest shit ever. It's like you're standing in front of breezes with wedges on, looking at the ground. Why is with the a cap- Fashion Nova jumpsuit Why on? Why is the caption apply, apply pressure? pressure. It, it just doesn't make sense. The, does it look like I got left that off bad and bougie? Was just it was I I I don't get it. It was and, definitely the most popular caption. And, and my homie the other day was trying to explain it to me. He was like, <laughs> he was like the fact that somebody took the time yeah. to try to explain it. No, nah, because he was like, because I was like, I don't even it doesn't even make sense for when Takeoff said it. You know what I mean? And he was like, no. Nah, basically, what he was saying is I'm shining too. Does it look, look like, like I, I got, got left off bad and, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was like, if you look at, like, a chick posting that as her caption, it's like, do it look like I'm fucked up? Yeah, and it's it's just like, I, when he was explaining it, I'm just like, yeah, no, no. Like, I, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> we, all right, we got to apply pressure. And we got, Yo, does it look man. like I got left out better? You want to flip a coin or what? How yeah, you... We can flip a coin because I'm sticking with this applied pressure, man. That shit is ridiculous. I'm going with motherfucking, uh, does it look like I got left off bad and bougie? Call it in there. All right. Hits. It's a tails. Oh, shit. It's a tails. All right. Do I got left off bad and bougie? Congratulations to you and all the shitheads <laughs> who use the, use the caption. <laughs> Uh, you are the winner of the most annoying Instagram caption of 2017. Congratulations. With, without a doubt. That, that that was the one for me. I, I, I look like I got left off bad and bullshit. It makes absolutely no <laughs> sense. It just doesn't. Like, you absolutely look like you got... <laughs> I saw the video. You were not on... Like, takeoff was at least in the diner. You weren't even in the diner. You wasn't on the song at the all. The funniest video of the year was probably somebody made an edit where Takeoff, he says, does it look like I left up bad and bougie? And then they cut in. You know how Uzi starts his verse? The yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just that playing over <laughs> and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should just play for like two minutes. Like, motherfuckers be way too creative on Instagram. Uh, congratulations. Doesn't look like I got left off bad and bougie. Most annoying IG caption 2017. Definitely. Where you want to go next, man? Clown of the year. Ah, this is going to take This is going to take a while. Because <laughs> we got to run down why they're clowns. Because some people don't even know who a couple of these people are. Yeah. But uh, you you want to do this one? You want me to take I got, You got this one. All right, cool. I'm going to do this one. Clown of the year, we got five category, five uh, nominees in this category. All of them severe clowns. Super clowns. For different various reasons. First and foremost, we have 45, Donald <laughs> Trump. Take- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You pick. Well... <laughs> Google Donald Trump, yeah. whatever comes First up. First 100 days, last 100 days, middle 100 days, whatever. Whatever comes up, clown of the year. We got DJ Academics. Somebody last night hit me was like, why is Academics on that list? And I'm like, have you ever seen Everyday Struggle? <laughs> have you ever seen a DJ Academics link, video, link to a video on YouTube? Have you ever seen Academics on Twitch? <laughs> have you ever seen him with an adult man on the show? Who be ready to slap the shit out? Like... <laughs> It's all the time. My problem with academics is 
Jeezy was ready to strangle him the other day. My problem with academics is he never knows the why of why he's about to get this shit slapped out of him. Yeah. He always throws on the media coat like, I'm just a person, a member of the media. Yeah, but remember when you said my bitch was a hoe-ass bitch and niggas passed around like a hot potato? Oh, that's why you made Like, he never know. You clicked the link. You clicked the ah, link. So now. you watch my shit. I see why you fist now. <laughs> Oh, ah. like he did. Like he just never understands why. Like he doesn't understand how troubling it is to do a satire series called "The War in Chicago," where you're highlighting people getting murdered and implicating who might have murdered them. You know what changed my whole outlook on academics? Karen Civil, and what was uh, he was trying to put the put, force the Meek Mill shit yeah. out of her. Watching the Karen Civil episode and then the Vic Mensa episode and then his last Jeezy joint was just like. Yeah, I really don't like this guy, man. Like, he, he just never knows what to say. He says the wrong thing all the time. He just is so goofy. And then watching his, like, weird hatred obsession with Meek it's strange. was just weird. Like, now that Meek's away and the Chasers is on chill, watching him consistently do it every yeah. other day is just like... All right, fam. Like, like he was like, I was watching him like just trying to see what type of slant he put on the reporting about Meek going to jail, and he was just getting shit wrong like yeah, every day. He was, was putting out videos every day weird. and getting shit wrong. At, at least one thing in there was wrong every day. Like he'd be on a good little path and then he'd just go left. Yeah, he'd be like, "Yo, somebody's gonna slap the dog shit out of you." <laughs> it's like. Like, they beat up tough niggas before. Yeah. You think they're not going to hurt you. Nah. Somebody's going to smack the dog shit out of you, yeah. man. my man. You catch one of them chases at the wrong Wawa. Oh, man. Some curtains for you, bro. That Wawa down on Delaware yeah. Ave. That little, that little skeevy yeah, joke. It go down in there. <laughs> <laughs> Employees robbing it. It go down in there. Uh, Judge Brinkley. Not Meeks. to be outdone. Meek's lawyer. Meek's judge. Meeks excuse me. Judge, yes. Meek's judge. She's been a complete clown all year. Uh, Jason Whitlock. I know some of you women, a couple of you guys might not understand exactly who Jason Whitlock is. He's a sports writer. Was he a, he was, he wasn't a beat writer. I don't know if he was a beat writer, but he's, I've known who he is for 15 years. He's, he's always had his nose in there and out there when it came to like, yeah, he's a real coon uncle Tom. Yeah. Super duper dickhead. He, he had, it was so weird. He had kid from kid and play come as Kaepernick to the studio and he was just making a whole mockery out of Kaepernick. Yeah. And the, he's black. You know, like it's weird. It's like, like, oh yeah, by the way, by the way, he's black. Jason Whitlock <laughs> is black. So it's like, yeah, Jason Whitlock was a complete clown. And of course, Stacey Dash just been there for a while now. Yeah, yeah. All falls video, all falls down video, and then it's been a long time yeah, since then. Just went left after there. <laughs> so who who you got in this category? Man? Um. As much as I want to give it the forty five, I I do too. I know where you're going though. I'm gonna give it to Judge Brinkley. I, oh wow! I'm gonna give it to Judge Brinkley. Okay. Um, basically, like looking at the case, like I've talked to lawyers, I've talked to court clerks, I've talked to people who are around the uh, and in the judicial system, and I asked my lawyer friend, who shall remain nameless, and I said, "Hey, in your estimation, because he, he's a former uh, ADA, I said, in your estimation mm -hmm. is Meek being railroaded? He said, railroaded. He's being light railed, Amtracked." Conrailed. He's being everything. High he said, speed line. He said, he said the fact that there isn't even an option for bail pending uh pending appeal is egregious. He gave me a specific scenario. I forget this lady's name, but he's like, yo, she's been on bail pending appeal of her violation sentencing for over a year now. Oh wow. 
He said, so that's the judicial system. You have the right to post bail while you're waiting for a higher court to make the decision if you're if you're afforded the money to be able to afford it. And that's it. where she was like, no, because he's a threat. He, to he's society. a threat to society and a flight risk. Yeah. He's he hasn't missed an appointment in how yeah. in two years. What do you mean? And the circumstances surrounding which some of these things where he's gotten in trouble, if you would have let him get up and move seven or eight years ago like he requested, he probably wouldn't have gotten this trouble in the first place because he would have been in Calabasas, California, some yeah. fucking where, not getting into this shit. So it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And it's like, y'all putting this man in, a, in scenarios where he's going to go and hang with the chasers and hang with do for self and hang with this motherfucker. Yeah. And shit may not even be him. But shit going to go down around him because everybody wants to be the one to impress and protect the, the bag. Yeah. So he's being put in scenarios where people are almost like that situation in St. Louis. Them kids is like forcing his hand. When he say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm rushed for a flight. I don't, I want to take a picture. Fuck you, nigga. Da, da, yeah. da, da. What is he like? What's supposed to happen? O'Malley's supposed to smack the shit out yeah. of one of y'all. Which they turn around and found that Meek was breaking up breaking the fight. Breaking up the fight. That's the fucked up part about that. Still got his hate, got his hand broke and had to go to court for this for his fucking troubles for yeah. breaking up the fucking fight. You know what's crazy is I really wanted to give this to Jason Whitlock, but you make a compelling case. And I'm going to go with Judge Brinkley on the strength that Jason Whitlock is not a sworn judge. Yes. Like, he's not a sworn not a upholder officer. of the law. So the fact that you got any of this shit going on and you're a sworn judge is like... Like, when the whole shit came out about him signing to her friend, it's like, am I watching SVU? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way this shit is really it's happening. Like, this is a big-ass joke. Like, this is... Y'all playing games for real. Yeah. Y'all playing games with a man who's in the, the pinnacle of his rap career. Yes. I ain't going to say that because he could come out and be way more better, way more successful. I'm going to say he's in the, the glory years, like the, the rise up to yeah. being who he is. Right. And y'all stripping him of that for some bullshit just because you don't really like bull. Yeah. You're abusing your power. And that, I, that's, yeah, you're right. Judge and, I said on the, of the year. and I said on the previous show, let's never, ever confuse being a nuisance with being a criminal. Yeah. He's a nuisance, 100%. The people he hang around with are nuisances, some of them borderline criminals. Yeah. But he himself has not committed a criminal act in a long-ass time. Yeah. They said he haven't dropped no dirty urines, none of that shit. So the whole reason why you're locking him up is all speculative of almost like uh, what you think he might do. Yeah. Like, if he stay on the streets, at some point he's going to get in some fucking trouble. Yeah, because you won't let him move to fucking Calabasas or Hidden Hills. Yeah. Yes, that's He's going to get in trouble riding dirt bikes around North Philly. Yeah. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just nut shit. You know what I'm Chad saying? has swayed me, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a first time yeah. for TRP. <laughs> judge Brinkley, come on down. And get your goddamn Hey, man, you, yeah. you, 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 you won, Judge. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Clown of the year, 2017. Judge Ju Brinkley. Judge Brinkley, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, not to be outdone, can we go into my favorite category, worst mom of the year? All right, bet. Uh, the cat, the the candidates nominee slash nominees are Drea, 
Self-explanatory. Yes. Uh, like, there's no need to give no long soliloquy about that. Not at all. Uh, it's uh, Dre. We knew Dre was a bad mom before she knew she. We knew she was a bad bitch. Basically, like we, the whole situation back in uh, misnoming PA and all yeah. that, making the kid jump the fucking fence and feed himself on uh, TV dinners and sleep in the bed with the cat. All of that shit was already documented once upon a time. Right. Uh, Kimberly Jones, who was Keaton's mom, for those of you that don't were living under a rock, Keaton went viral a few weeks ago. Um, we haven't I, even spoke about Keaton. No, I, I, listen, real quick on Keaton, right? I'm watching the video and I'm like, this is a finesse. <laughs> like, my cynical mind is like, this is a fucking finesse. Like, like, why, as a parent, why is your instinct to video your child crying as a po- about something as opposed to going and dealing with the issue. Because yeah. whatever it was, was fresh, if indeed something did happen. Right. So it was like, that screamed finesse to me. And then come to find out that he allegedly was at school calling kids niggas. And they was like, well, what about your fucked up pig nose, bitch? And, <laughs> and now you want to get on video and fucking cry. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just a weird fucking situation all the way around. And then... What the fuck does 57,000 got to do with your kid getting bullied? I have no clue. I have no clue. It doesn't make a... We're gonna, that, <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll discuss that later. Let's keep going with these moms. We'll get into the finesses later on uh, in the show. Kim Zosiak. I can't even lie. I know who she is. I don't know what she did. Uh, that's the white woman of Real Housewives yes. of Atlanta. John Legend was coming to Atlanta. She tweeted John Legend because her daughter wanted to go to the show, and her daughter is 15. She said... Whose dick does my daughter have to suck to get John to get tickets to the show? <laughs> so that alone, you, you. Oh yeah, that'll get you nominated. <laughs> that'll get you at least nominated. <laughs> if get if you nothing nominated. else, it'll get you on the list. And uh, Barbara Bergoli, aka Cash Me Outside, mom, just on the strength. <laughs> like the fact that she's your still daughter's out there. a menace to society. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fourteen-year-old menace to oh, society. Dead ass. What are you thinking? <laughs> uh. It's like Kim's Kim Zosiak's tweet was so weird, and it's ch- it's like child prostitution. It was so weird. She's like batshit crazy though. I don't know if you ever watched that show. Drea, like, all you got to do is sign the fucking homework. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the fact that, like I say it all the time, your son went to school. He's getting points deducted because he didn't come in with the shit signed. And here you are on Instagram. <laughs> like, sign the fucking homework and get off Instagram. Put and Orlando's that, dick down and, and that, sign the and, homework. And that, to me, is what's wrong with our culture. It's like, I actually got back on Instagram this week. I know you've seen me and shit. And I still hate everybody. You know what I'm saying? The more and more I scroll and be around the shit. I hate everyone. It's like, I still hate everybody. I, you know, I joke, I play around, and I was doing it today, and somebody took a little offense, and I'm just like, man, I hate y'all now. It's like, we're not in 2014 anymore. And I feel like we care too much about social media. And Drea, to me, is the picture of caring too much about social media. The fact that you exploit your son, but the fact that you were the one who put it out there. Yes. Tell me what y'all think about me having yeah, to like sign it was regular. Like, like no. Because this, this little no. nigga's getting on my motherfucking nerves. Yeah, and, like, she had to take it down that night because, like, people was going ape shit. Like, yeah. no, bitch, you're supposed to sign that shit. The fuck you talking about? That's what you signed up for. So, for me, I, I'm picking Dre. Um, I'm definitely in agreement with you. Uh, it's no way. Um, f- just for the simple fact of being a repeat offender. Like, 
the block was already hot on you this is a, seven. This is, this is a legacy award. Yeah, it, it's the block. <laughs> it was already hot on you seven years yeah. ago. You managed to lay low for a while, and yet and still here you are again. Just couldn't. Walk you are a habitual line stepper of a bad mom, yeah. like continually. And the fact that it took you longer to to take the photo of the homework and you in the screenshot. It's yeah. a craft, this long-ass caption. It took you longer to do all of that than to sign the fucking homework. Yeah. It's a two-minute speech. Listen, hey, hey, little nigga, let me hear the speech. Sign this motherfucking homework. I'm going to sign homework before you even read the speech because I already heard the motherfucker a thousand times. Yeah. The fact that, like, you didn't even think, yo, just go practice your speech. I'm going to sign the shit anyway. The, the fact that that thought didn't cross your mind, yeah. but, hey, let me write this long ass caption and ask Instagram what they think. Am I tripping? Yeah, bitch, you tripping. Yeah, I remember like in eleventh grade, we had to do a book report on somebody from the uh, civil rights movement yeah. or whatever. And everybody like we drew like you know names out of a hat, and I got Frederick Douglass, and I didn't do it. Like I like I just like. It was like, I forgot about it. Like, I just put it to the wayside. <laughs> and maybe, like, the day before it was due, I'm like, oh, shit, I got a book report. And I, my mom was sitting at the kitchen table with me. And my mom was like, well, did you start it? I'm like, no. And she was like, and, you know, my mom has a master's. Yeah. She's wrote thesis <laughs> and everything. So my mom was like, how long does it got to be? I'm like, I can't even remember what it was. But I told her. She was just like, I'll bang it out real quick. And my mom got on a computer and right. did this shit. And I didn't even read it. I took it the next day and I, I gave it to my teacher or whatever. And I guess he graded on whatever. Like two days later, Mr. G was like, Matt, this is this is this is the best report I think I've gotten all year. This is just amazing writing. And I'm like, well, a 40-year-old wrote it. <laughs> I got good news and I got bad news. Like uh, I'm, I'm 16. I'm like mom's wrote it. Like a 40 year old with two master's <laughs> degrees. Wrote it just better be. Yeah, but um, yeah, like you step in, man. You, that's what's that's part of being a parent. Yeah. Like my you, mom bung out my report in, yeah. in a night. You <laughs> fill in where your kid falls short at. That's what you sign up for. It's part of the job. And you on call 24-7 just because you wanted to go to the fucking BET Awards or whatever the fuck was going like, on. I couldn't imagine week. my mom hopping on social media like, let me tell you about this little rockhead <laughs> ass nigga that didn't want to do the fucking report. It's like, no, she went right in there and bung it out for me. Yeah, it's easier for you to just do it than to complain about this shit. Dummy. So, congrats, Drea. Yeah. Uh, Legacy Award. Worst Legacy, mom of the year. Worst mom of the year. <laughs> we hope to retire you by next year. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you, you stop this shit. Pretty please. Uh, we hope to retire you. <laughs> please uh, stop. Meltdown of the year. Nice. Meltdown of the year. Apparently, Kanye had a meltdown. I yeah. guess, like, because I'm... The Jay-Z not, shit. Yeah, like, the whole him just going off yeah. with Jay. Your kids ain't never even been to play with my kids, dog. And then just going MIA <laughs> and then releasing, like, old Reeboks as Yeezys. <laughs> like, that's got to be part of the meltdown. Um, so, I was like, these are soft Tories with 200. Yeah. He gained weight and everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ty Tyrese, self-explanatory. Oh, we all man. watched that. Uh, Azalea Banks. She's a nonstop meltdown. Yeah, completely. And and Cat Williams is a nonstop meltdown <laughs> also. So uh, who you got in this list? I'm going to give it to the bull from Transformers. I got to. It's no uh, way around it. Just because his meltdown 
Tyrese won this easier than Nicki won, like, best female rapper. Yeah, for the last for nine years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's the Nicki Minaj award. <laughs> we have, her name is on the award. Who are these other people? <laughs> Who are these bitches? <laughs> yeah. so, Tyrese was winning this no way around. So it. my issue with Tyrese is that you've been in 19 Transformers movies. You've been in 75 Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Baby Boy is on four times a week. Right. Waste Deep is on twice a week. It's on twice a week. Uh... You, you had have, a Coke commercial. You got some some albums. Your friends, you, you're you have a, a a fucking successful car customizing business that one of the sheiks of Dubai gave you fucking money dowry from the fucking uh, UAE government to start. What the fuck are you doing? Like his problems being financial in nature is the most confusing shit ever. I, you got to get rid of the hibachi at least. No, it's an actual Benihana. This brand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. got, like you don't need that. You know what I'm saying? And a Starbucks. And a Starbucks. And it's some other shit in this Krauss. Uh, it's got a Starbucks, a Benihana's, and I can't think what the other one is. All of this shit is it, just like I can't be driving four miles for for uh, garlic butter dog. Yeah. Go in the backyard. Yeah. My thing with Tyrese is like. The first video he released where he was crying, you know, we made memes and all the videos and jokes and Hilarious. shit. Hilarious. I didn't consider it a real meltdown until he released the joint where he was smoking a cigar and he was like, <laughs> Will, I'm still waiting on that money. <laughs> and Will, like, I'm not saying this nigga. What money? money? <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. You know, the feds listening, nigga, what money? And then, But what's crazy is Tyrese won uh, custody of the daughter. Yeah. yeah. He won joint custody. Joint custody. So it was like, you weren't wrong. In your fight, you were wrong in your delivery yeah. in the way that you were going about shit. Yeah, you just gave us a bunch of shit to laugh yeah. at. Yeah, you just being a nut. My favorite joke was somebody was nice enough to take this picture of us oh, praying yeah. outside <laughs> of the, the courtroom. courtroom. This nigga yeah. had on some bullshit shell toes, a, a, a taupe blazer, and a sweater underneath it. Tied around his waist. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Like... Oh, Are you going man. to risky business reunion <laughs> when you leave here? Why the fuck do you have all this shit on, though? I think it was bugging. Tyrese, you won an, another award, baby. In Melt, a landslide. Mel, in a landslide, easily. Meltdown of the year, TRP 2017. Come get your trophy. Uh, let's go into some shit I know you want to get into. Let's get into these queens. Okay. Okay. Can we start with my favorite uh, type of queen? All right. The YBs. Okay. Yeah, n- not to not to uh to be outdone. Oh yeah, and I have a a, a write-in vote for the Black Queen of the Year too. Okay, we'll yeah, I do later. too actually. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh so my favorite my second favorite category after uh worst mom of the year, uh YB of the year. Um, Motherfuckers, bless you, two or three motherfuckers. What does YB stand for? I'm like, young bitch. They like, this is Chad. I'm like, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Flying solo on this one, but <laughs> but Matt has a vote nonetheless. I do, I do. Uh, number one, the, my dark horse candidate, Chinese Kitty. For those of you who do not follow her, Taylor Hing, her social media name is Chinese Kitty. She's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. And she got a big old ass to be a Chinese cat. Uh, lyrical, <laughs> the uh, incumbent, uh, the incumbent black vote <laughs> uh, from West uh, Philadelphia by way of Houston. Lyra, cute as a button galore. Uh, the third and the leading candidate, Kylie Jenner, the ultimate YB. Ultimate, ultimate YB. Ultimate YB. She is a uh, 
about to reach our final form, which is the billionaire yeah. YB in a minute, yeah. um, we can all applaud that. Not to be outdone, her sister, yeah. Kendall Jenner, uh, who has just surpassed uh, Giselle, uh, Giselle Brady. Brady as the most highest paid supermodel in the world. When you said it. I'm like, I, my girl was next to me. I'm like... Wait, Kendall Jenner makes more than Giselle? She was like, yeah, she's yeah. the highest paid in the world. I'm like, damn, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. With no buns. Yeah, you got a, you got a multi-billion dollar family. With a flat trick. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. Shit crazy out yeah, here. Wait, did I ever tell you where that flat trick shit came from? No. Are we, in my, in my, well, my block, we call flat asses flat tricks. Yes. And uh, shout out to Hookup. I don't know where Hookup is right now, but... Hookup is like the funniest little young Trapper nigga on earth. He's hilarious. <laughs> It was a chick that lived on my block. This is back when jersey dresses was, like, popping. Remember that stage? Yeah. Chicks was horrible. Going, horrible <laughs> stage of life. And she had no butt. I mean, she had, like, the the most no ass you've ever seen no in your entire life. Thank you, thank you. Chad's pouring me more of this coquita. It's over now. All right, cool. Get, give me a cup. <laughs> but she had, like, the, the most no ass you've ever seen. And she, her, her girlfriends would stand out front of the crib because they lived, like, two doors down from me. And she was like, come on, yo, let's go to the gallery. I'm trying to get a jersey dress. And we was all out front of my crib. The hookup, like, turned around to us was like, she about to go get a flat trick you in. That shit just became a thing. So when you see somebody with no ass, you a call flat it a flat, tri- a flat trick. Shout out, hookup. That's oh, my motherfucking nigga, I'm man. adding that to the vocabulary <laughs> immediately. A flat trick. And my final candidate, who's uh, who's the my my sleeper candidate, Dream Doll. Yes, you, you talk about her a lot. I talk time. about her all the fucking time. Dream Doll is so amazing because she's on television displaying that not only is she dumb as bricks, but she's a troublemaker. Okay. And yet and still, I would give her all my money Wait, today. Wait, is she on a show? She's on Love & Hip Hop New York. She is, yeah, my girl. She's all on right, there starting trouble every week. She threw a smoothie on a bitch. That was I, the smoothie. <laughs> I was about to say, is that the smoothie chick? I'm literally in life. <laughs> Never seen something. Y'all gotta see this nigga <laughs> as disrespectful as somebody getting a purple smoothie yo, thrown on her like, for no reason too. Shorty, I, Shorty had just walked in. Yo, she just she, got here. She took the lid off. Like, why you ain't got no lid on your cup? <laughs> <laughs> My girl had me watching. I'm yo, like, these bitches is crazy. A smoothie. I had yo. to. Cu- yo, I had to cut the shit off. I said, yo, y'all are apes. Like, <laughs> this is ape shit. You threw a smoothie on a on a human. <laughs> For no reason. You threw all these nutrients Yo. on a fucking human. Like, what's wrong with Shorty you? Shorty just walked in and didn't get a lid on her drink. She goes, why your cup ain't got no lid on it? Took her lid <laughs> off. Like, is it on? <laughs> yeah, that bitch is nuts. All right, so as much as I want to vote for Dream Doll and her antics, it's hard to ignore ignore a billionaire. So, Kylie Jenner, you, you're taking it to another level for the YB. Lyra is as cute as a button, like I always say. Dumb as bricks. Um... You know I love Bree. Bree Westbrook's a, a YB, too. She's only 24. Mm. And, you know, I, I love Bree Westbrook. Kylie Jenner really is going to be a, billy, a billionaire. Soon. Soon. Like, like you, in 18 months. I don't understand <laughs> how you could not, you know, a billion-dollar 22, 23-year-old. Yeah. That's just nuts. I think Kylie gets it, like, easily. Very easily. It's like it's competition in this category, but not really. It's like because once you factor in the, once I get my Enes hat out and yeah. start doing my taxes, <laughs> and I crunch the numbers yeah. on a billion, it's like, all right, you win. 
Kendall fucked it up. She walked Victoria's Secret, uh, you know, highest paid model out there over Giselle. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Lyra's all that, but nah. I think Kylie Jenner is easily. Yeah, YB of the year. YB of the year. Congratulations, baby. <laughs> Congrats. All right, let's stay on these. Uh, let's get Black Queen of the Year out of, out of the way. Let's all get my, a real category. All, all my black queens out there, salute to you all. A lot of black women really, really was fucking it up and doing a thing this year. Um, this category, we got Karen Civil, self-explanatory young Oprah. Media maven. Uh, Issa Rae, who I didn't like at first, but I once I really started watching the show, she's really, really cra- gifted at her craft. Oh, yeah. No, she's and a, she's she's an amazing actress. She's a writer on the show. She just got two more shows greenlit. So it's like you got to respect a woman doing that yeah. and really fucking it up and having one of the best new shows on yeah. television. Even though she's built like Giannis, black queen nonetheless. <laughs> I'm saying I respect her talent. <laughs> Fucking Giannis. And she and she do, yeah. Look like <laughs> built like Giannis. Oh man. Rihanna, that's my baby. Self-explanatory. One of the most successful music recording artists ever. Her makeup line is right on Kylie's ass. She the Puma deal. She's just bad as shit. Yeah. How the fuck could you not put Rihanna? She's, up she's amazing to look at. Uh Megan Markell. Who is going to be an actual princess? That's crazy. You just gotta be on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's the only one that's going to be actual royalty. You have to put her on there. Uh, Lala Anthony, I think, devoured Instagram this year. (laughs) Chewed up Instagram and spit it out and spit it out. And got mellow playing like shit. Yeah, (laughs) and then showed up at his game. (laughs) Lala fucked it up on IG this year. And uh, uh. Late right in for me was Jamel Hill. And somebody was like, why Jamel Hill? And I'm like, to see Jamel Hill challenge Trump, challenge ESPN, challenge all these different things, still be successful, to see the way people backed her, to see the way Mike Brown was like, nah, I'm not doing this shit without her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to fuck with Jamel Hill. She's just dope. She's just a dope. I love her Twitter. She's just a dope individual. Uh, You said you had another one? Angela Rye. Angela Rye. That's what I figured that was going to be because that was going to be the one I was going to add in there. All over CNN making mockeries of white folks left and right. You got to love Angela. She does uh, weekly or bi-weekly correspondence with The Breakfast Club. Just kind of talking directly to... You know, the urban, she young urban audience. She Andrew Schultz ass all the time. Yeah, she, she balled him up a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I, I like Angela Rye a lot. Who do you got in that? I'm going to tell you my pick. I, 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 I want to give it to all of them. I do, too. I really but like. But tell me your pick because I can be swayed. I, I really like Issa Rae for standing to her, gr- sticking to her guns, standing her ground. And when they maybe quoted a year behind Mitch's uh, I'm blind to white tears, which is fucking hilarious. They asked Issa Rae at the awards, who are you rooting for? And she was like, all the black people. And I just was like, I fuck with Issa Rae. <laughs> I like her a lot. It's it's either Issa Rae or Rihanna yes. for me. I, go ahead and give you a synopsis. I might be swayed the same way. Rihanna, young amazing talent she just continues to just look better and better she sharpened her skills a lot as a businesswoman and as a brand in mm-hmm. the last year a lot of people either do or don't know that her brand is backed by lvmh which is louis vuitton moet hennessy mm-hmm. which is the biggest luxury conglomerate in the world so it's like one guy that owns all that shit too. yeah so i say that to say they ain't just giving deals to just any old motherfucking body no. 
what I'm saying? They can create whoever they want. If they wanted to give me and Matt some <laughs> shit tomorrow, it's going to blow the fuck up because they already have all the retail network in place to where the shit is going to be successful. So for them to partner with Rihanna and for her to just retail blackout literally yeah. every time she sells something, every time I've been to Sephora looking for some fucking Fenty Beauty something, they don't have it. The, the Fenty shoes, <laughs> them shits, everything she put her name on yes. is a wrap. It's just gone. You know what I mean? It's just gone. So I ain't going to hold you. And uh, Insecure is one of my favorite shows of all time. You put me on to it. Remember, I wasn't watching it at first. Dope I, 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 like, binge-watched it. Started off as an internet-based uh, show, transitioned over to HBO. It's an amazing show. It has comedy, honesty, conjecture. It talks about the relationship dynamic between it's, men it's and like women. It's like a 30-minute scissor album. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I'm cool with splitting the award ah, between the Issa Rae and Rihanna. Ah, I'm with it. I'm down with that. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Trophies only cost $6 to make. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool with Issa Rae and Rihanna splitting the Black Queen of the Year award. We got our first joint. Let's give it up for them Black Queens, man. They, they, they fucked it up. They made it too hard, man. They made it very, very difficult. difficult. Our first joint award of the uh, evening, Rihanna, Issa Rae, Black Queens of the Year. Salute to both of y'all. Salute to all the black queens. Like I said, I saw a lot of black women this year fucking it up. Graduating, getting a master's, starting businesses, really, really taking care of households. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to Lee. That's my black queen. She's dope. I see black women just becoming better. And I, I tell her all the time, like, watching her grow into being a woman, that shit is just, like, all that. Like, right. a grown-ass. That's going to be some <laughs> my mom. Like, that, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's dope watching that. So, salute to all the black queens out there. Absolutely. Now, um, the Nubian white, white queens, queens. Yes. Who we also love. Uh, we we don't some, love them as much. We don't love them as much, but we do love but them. But we do love them. We do love them. Jill was mad that she wasn't nominated for Nubian white queen. I told her that's my bad. I, I didn't want to do too many people we knew just because I didn't know what motherfuckers was going to like, get upset. <laughs> Fuck you mean I'm nominated. <laughs> exactly. I got a husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got mad internet niggas lusting over somebody's wife and yeah. shit. But uh, salute to Jill always. She supports the show heavy. Um, and she she's an educator, so that's yes, always dope. Definitely. It, it, was, it was wild, though. It's like I told her the other day we was talking. She's like, why wasn't I nominated for Nubian White Queen? I'm like... You're not white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I be forgetting that right. she white because so, that's just how brown she yeah, is. Like, yeah. you forget it, too. You, like, <laughs> see her. Yeah, she's like, remember when Ellen had, like, Little Wayne and 2 Chains and all of them on yeah. the show and they was all in a picture with her? I'm like, that's how you look with your kids. Like, you really don't pay attention. Yeah. Yo, real quick. Not to go off subject. Did you see 2 Chains, Her Hannibal Burris, and Tommy Chung eating the weed lobster? No. Oh, my God. You got to watch it. It's the funniest video on earth. These niggas went to a restaurant where they... Infuse everything? They infuse everything with THC. They make $600 lobster tails with, with weed in them. Yeah. So these niggas started eating lobster and was getting high and shit. Shout out to 2 Chains because that nigga's become like a real internet... Like, his uh, following on... The internet Crazy. is it's insane. Yeah. He's hilarious. People just literally watch him do anything. Yeah. Go to stores, go to whatever the <laughs> fuck he wants to do. But yeah, they go to the joint. They're eating the weed lobster. So they're eating it, eating it, eating it, and they're getting higher as they're eating it. It's Tommy Chung, of course, from T.J. Right. Chung, Hannibal Burris and 2 Chains. So now they're at the table and they're eating, and they like high as shit. And they just 
saying whatever the fuck comes to their mind. And two chains was like eating. You can see his face. He's stoned. <laughs> and Hannibal Burris, he hired shit. He like, let me ask you a serious question. Do you do you feel pressured to always have more than one chain? And two chains like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> they was the highest shit. It's hilarious. Uh. But uh, back to what we were saying. I just had to get that shit. Is the funniest little video on the internet. Uh, Nubian white queen for the year. Yes. Of course, Kylie Jenner. Of course. Have to go in there. Scarlett Johansson, who is probably the baddest I white woman her. on the planet. She's Jennifer she's... Lawrence, who's the shit. Uh, yeah. Kim Kardashian. Who's my favorite woman to look at other than Rihanna. Real talk. Kendall Jenner, of course. Yeah. And then you had a late edition. I had a late vote. Yes, Jules. And somebody pointed out, they said, but yes, Jules called y'all niggas niggas. And I'm like, still got that ass, though. <laughs> so the fact that she called us niggas niggas... She's not gonna win. Yeah, no, she's not gonna. She's get not eventually. gonna win, but she got to get a nomination because she's still helping niggas out by putting niggas on stage, even if she calling niggas niggas. So, can I tell you where I'm at with this one? Kylie Jenner's gonna be a billionaire. Khloe Kardashian is uber rich. You know, fucking all the NBA niggas, NFL niggas, whatever niggas is out there. Kendall Jenner, Kylie, even uh, Courtney, the mom. We don't know who none of them bitches is without Kim. I think the legacy, like you've been talking about, yeah. this is a legacy thing. Legacy thing. I think it has to go. Like, Kim Kardashian, as much as I love Pink from back in the day, and it was another one, Kelly Kapowski, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kim Kardashian took like, being a Nubian white queen. Right. She took it to billionaire heights. Yeah. She took it to heavenly heights. She got a black husband, got little, little brown babies. Yeah. She had every black boyfriend you could think of. She floated my man. He got fucked up. Fucked the, fucked the pack up. Yeah. Floated my man. Got him back on. Real tough. That's a Nubian white queen she if I ever She always got one. on Yeezy clothes, Yeezy sneak sheet. You got to fuck with Kim K, dog. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, uh, Yo, it's, my guilty pleasure is keeping up with the Kardashians. I watch that show? shit a lot. I, I'm on, I never watched it. I watch that shit a lot. Partially for Scott Disick because he's fucking hilarious. Yes. And he always grinding them up. I did see up. his like little clips. I saw one joint where they was like all of his like mashup clips. <laughs> he's a wild motherfucker. Yeah, he shot up. But I think Kim Kardashian just on legacy alone I'm deserves. Cool with I got no our first Nubian white. Queen like I said, award. she's my she's my one B of favorite women to look at. It's Rihanna one A, Kim Kardashian one B. I love Kim so. Shout out to Kim. Let's give it up. You got Legacy the, Award. Legacy Nubian White Queen Award. Shout out to Kim. Uh, we got more topics, man. Where do we want to go? We got. We could do relationship goals, finesse. Which one do you want to do? I kind of want to do most washed of the year. Ah, I forgot all about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is in there. All right, you could take the lead on this one. All right, so most washed of the year. Um, kind of self-explanatory, but it's basically like an old person trying to stay relevant and just doing it in the worst way possible exactly and just doing nut shit so first and foremost we got uncle flex got funk master flex yeah. uh he has a s interview series called got a story to tell where he's interviewing these street guys and they're killing it yeah watching him and his interactions yeah. is the most cringeworthy shit i ever seen with in that, my life with, with that coat on because he always got that coat, <laughs> on. that coat on he don't take that coat off he has an assortment of different color yankee hats yeah. <laughs> like all new york and he has all like mad like leather shirlings and like shit like like like, like uh leather snorkels and shit you know like the, that you know the chelsea boot 
Yeah. The men wear Timberland has one. <laughs> Somebody posted the other day was like, when New York niggas go to brunch. <laughs> Not the go left right here, right? But that's what we do here. I was on fucking StockX the other day, and they got, like, all the Supreme shit on there. And I'm looking through stuff. I ended up buying a jacket. I bought some Yeezys, a couple other things or whatever. And I'm on there going through some of this Supreme shit, and I'm like, yo, Supreme got some dope shit, but God damn, they got some New York-ass yeah. motherfucking Papoose shit yeah. in their catalog, too, <laughs> man. Like... I don't need a leather down coat. Yeah, I don't need a leather puffer coat, a yellow, a yellow and black one. Like I don't need that. Not now, yeah. not never. Seventeen eighty. I don't need yeah. that. Like Supreme for all the dope shit y'all got. Y'all got some horrible pieces in y'all collection, man. Yeah. But y'all sell out of everything. So what the fuck they do, do I got know? Some some uh. What bleak say? What up, New Yitty? They, <laughs> <laughs> they do got some New Yitty ass shit. Bro. Holy shit! Yeah, you ain't lying about that. Uh, secondarily, everybody on Real Housewives Every, of the Atlanta, whole cast, the whole cast of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, Ronda Rousey, uh, punch drunk Ronda Rousey, and uh, another one of our uncles, Uncle R, the Aura Chocolate Factory, yeah. R Kelly, man. R Kelly had a sex, a sex abandonment. <laughs> That he was holding was little bitches hostage in, in the basement, feeding them, uh, feeding them one hour a day of of sunlight and dog food. But the reason I put R. Kelly on this list was because the concert videos I watch of him, where he's literally doing anything, and it's like Kells, you're fifty. He wiping my face. Yeah. <laughs> Grab my dick. Yeah, he just be outrageous at his shows. That's why I put him on here. Where's your daughter? <laughs> All you gotta be is eighteen. <laughs> That's the realest. Yo, uh, for me though, with this, uh, them bitches on the Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. <laughs> this is another legacy award. <laughs> All of them bitches is fifty years. They old. They been on nut shit a long time. Nut shit, all, not trying to be funny, yo. My girl go hit it. She go crack up. She had it on when I was leaving out the house. These bitches was rumbling on the boat. I'm like, yo, these bitches is. 50. going to be shipwrecked. <laughs> 50. 50 years old. They act like 14-year-olds. And they do this shit to stay relevant at re reality TV joint. And uh, a reason that I want to get in this Legacy Awards is because not only are y'all washed up in 2017, y'all have been washed up for so long that in 2012, another uncle, Rick Ross, said, Atlanta Housewives taking pictures in my section. But I only got to think for young bitches with aggression. Y'all been washed up since then. Right? And y'all haven't gotten any notoriety for it. Here here it is right now. Most washed 2017. The entire cast. Yo, I think that they would have like a tough time getting in the shit in Atlanta. Yeah, I could believe Like that. if they went to like the gold room on Friday and like Future was there, did they you, couldn't get in. Did you see Paul Mooney grinding up NeNe? Apparently NeNe is doing stand-up now. Yeah. And she went to, I guess she was doing a, 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 a spot in New York and Paul Mooney was on. And she didn't know who Paul Mooney was. Like, she took a picture with him, and it was like, I took a picture with this legendary comedian, and, uh, you know, I didn't know who, I don't know who he was. And Paul Mooney got wind of it, and he just started, like, <laughs> flaming her. It was it was bad. But, yeah, everybody on The Real Housewives. Um, only one I really, really like is Candy. I can deal with her. Fuck with Candy. I can fucks with Candy. I like how Portia looks, but she's a fucking nut she's job. She's a dingbat. She's, she's, a, she's a nut job. She's a complete meathead, yo. Like, I, I like... 
I don't want to talk bad about black women, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, yo, no, man. it's like look at, looking at these broads on this show, you can understand why their husbands was lying and cheating half the yeah. relationship. It's like, no, you're a fucking nut. Like, I get it. Like, it's you. Nene's married to Greg. Greg's like 95. Yeah, she married to Greg again. Yeah. <laughs> they was divorced. Keep bag coming in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, Candy is back with uh, Escape. Yeah, They're, they had a show. The they had a night. show the other night. All, all, the, all, all the Shirley's was all was, the varicose veins. All the flat knee high boots was yeah, out. Yeah, they was out there. Bro. You know what I'm saying all the uh, I heart rock titty tattoos was out. You know yeah, what I'm saying com- all of that. Comfortable flats was everywhere. <laughs> Comfortable the other night. flats on that. They was out for the escape show the other night. The um, but I like Candy because Candy just seems like she's. The most normal, but she still watched because you hang with the rest of them. <laughs> it's just like you, it's no way around them. But yeah, that's definitely without a doubt. Most wars get your trophies. All you have is uh, the whole entire cast, men too. Everybody on the Real Housewives, hey, all of y'all of Atlanta, all nineteen of y'all. If you've been on it, <laughs> you, you deserve an award for most washed ever. All nineteen of y'all, uh, keeping in the same spirit of. Uh, Nut shit, finesse of the year. Ah. All right, so the finesse of the year, for those of you that aren't familiar, we live in a finesse culture now where people are basically waking up every day, who can I get all, get over on? And, finesse gods. And it's basically like usually something via the internet, a GoFundMe page, uh, a, a fucking scam. Like there was a, a $70 million Bitcoin yeah. swipe the other day. Somebody made a million dollars selling uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese tokens as Bitcoin. Yeah, he's in jail now, though. So. He, he, that <laughs> nigga deserves praise because if you bought a fucking Chuck E. Cheese token thinking it was a Bitcoin. No, 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 no. They all there. Don't open the bag, no, though. No, no. I got the Bitcoin on me. Yeah, no. It's in my pocket, fam. <laughs> give, me a, give, me, give me 10 grand. I give you a little Bitcoin. Like, the fact that you made a mill doing that, he's got to be up there for finesse. <laughs> I forgot all about that nigga. But, uh... So, the 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 biggest and best finesse of, finesses of, of the, the year. year and finessers of the year, the Fire Festival. Got to be up there. For those of you that don't recall, <laughs> we covered the Fire Festival extensively yeah. on TRPE. Uh, ja Rule, along with some random white 20-year-old, put yeah. together the Fire Festival. They created an artificial city in the Bahamas that was supposed to be like a luxury tents and sprawling food trays yeah. and all these top acts from the last 30 years. None of that shit went, of- went down. All of the acts backed out. Yeah. They had fucking disaster relief tents from like Live 8 from like yeah. 92 years ago. <laughs> they was giving motherfuckers cheese plates. And lettuce sandwiches. One boy posted a picture of the shit. It was two pieces of bread, lettuce, tomato, and cheese. And the cheese still had the wrapper on it. I'm like, they went nowhere near what the fuck they were sold. They was going to get And these uh, ticket packages were starting at, I think, a thousand. They was like a thousand and like ten grand. Some of the the Jones actually more than that. I think it was like 90 grand. Because it was like you're supposed to have a luxury suite and all that shit. Uh, so that was the fire festival. They, they're getting sued by everybody. Yeah. Uh, Keaton and Kimberly Jones. We uh, talked about them in another category. Um, they basically ran up a fifty-seven thousand dollar GoFundMe off the uh, finesse video. They had everybody fucking sharing the shit, feeling bad for them. Then GoFundMe got ripped, went to the shit and froze the account. So they're probably not going to get that bread. But good try, guys. It was a like, had they got the money, that was my pick. Real shit. Yeah. Because the fact that you don't like black people and got black people to send you all this money is just 
beyond crazy. That Mitch Mitch actually wanted to come to talk about that. I'm like, Mitch, we don't got two hours for you to just discuss that whole thing. But I understand totally what Mitch was saying because it's like the outrage just isn't there for black kids yeah, when something does. happens to them. He's like, people saw this young white guy crying and went, Ape shit. He's like athletes. Let's get him some Jay Z tickets. Let's bring him to the Vancouver Canucks game and all right. this shit. And it's just like y'all don't. He's like two black girls committed suicide the same oh, week. Yeah, like we. It wasn't like that. And I'm like, Mitch got a point. He 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 tell y'all he hate all y'all at the end of the video. You know what I'm saying? So y'all don't <laughs> like it and shit. Yo, real quick, Mitch's Facebook. Do you, do you have Facebook? Yes. I keep it. One of the three reasons is because Mitch's videos are that <laughs> funny. The comments, yo, it'd be two. One of his videos had like 200,000 comments on it. And I'm talking, yo, he's a superstar on Facebook. That's I'm not even trying to be. One of his drawings got like 22 million views. Like, he's insane on Facebook. The the videos be so outlandish when he's going at white people that white people start defending him because black people be going off. I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm, I've never seen anything like it. Mitch's Facebook videos are nuts. Holy yeah, shit. It's man. wild, man. Uh, I'm not. Nah, I'm sorry, not to go off. Yeah, not to be undone. Uh, my pick, <laughs> my original pick before we added a couple yeah. more. Jay Z Sprint title deal. That was a great finesse. Jay Z took a company that's lost money since its inception, and sold a third of it to Sprint for yeah. two hundred and sixty m's. Yeah, and then gave everybody <laughs> title who owns Sprint, <laughs> and Crazy. they gave everybody on. Sprint the album the for album, free, yeah. and then Jay Z went to the RIAA and said, "Hey, you know I sold oh, a million know, albums. Y'all know I'm platinum. You know already. I'm platinum four days ago, right?" And they like, but the shit only got downloaded eighty four thousand times. <laughs> he like, no, we ain't even talking about that. No, no, Sprint paid. Yeah. And if if you look on page ninety seven <laughs> of two hundred and eighty six, it says here that Sprint purchased one million units at five dollars a piece. That went in my pocket. That was for Jay Z, the artist, yeah. not Sean Carter, the businessman. Crown me. Yeah. So that was a phenomenal finesse. Not to be undone. Not to be at all. On our favorite rap of the year, not the best verse of the year, but our favorite rap of the year, I'll break a bitch like China did Rob. Yeah. Black China on Rob Kardashian. Holy shit. That, that, I, like, I, I want to give it to Jay. Uh, again, a legacy award. Because Jay <laughs> low-key been finessing a for long. a while. He, he did it with the Magna Carta album with the Samsung shit. He did it with uh, Kingdom Come Kingdom with the Budweiser. With the Budweiser Jay-Z, been, Jay-Z been finessing for a while Jay's with Jay's not putting out an album if the budget is not there. Nah, hell no. Where is the $27 million budget? I can't even I can't even function. I can't even record Real if we shit. don't got at least 27 to 50 M's for me. I, I'm, I, I get the shakes if we don't got the 27 to 50. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how, how y'all expect me to do this shit. I get the shakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where is the budget at? Yeah. yeah Jay, Jay been fucking up the budget a Jay long almost, time. Jay almost got him a, leg- a legacy <laughs> finesse award. Yeah. But Black China's finesse, like this is how good <laughs> Black China's finesse was. The only named heir to the Kardashian franchise Belongs to Black China. That's how good of a finesse you pulled off. Yes. The only person in that next generation who's going to carry the Kardashian last name is her son. Is her son. That's how a, a billion dollar, a multi billion dollar. Well, daughter rather. The daughter. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. They got the son. A multi billion dollar name. You the only one who got that. 
you, I don't even understand how that's not finesse of the year. That's a finesse of ever. That's that's heavy. A black woman finesse the white family. Finesse the white family. Like, oh, your little sister want to fuck my ex boyfriend, huh? Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> They gonna make they gonna make a movie about Black China sure. in like sixty years. It's like it's 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 diabolically brilliant. Yeah, let me the fat one. <laughs> Rob came and got the ghost back, but nah, that's neither here nor there. The small small pennies. Yeah. Black China won, and uh, we'll give we're gonna give it to Black China. But the final candidate was uh, Uncle Kendu. Uh, ah, Kendu <laughs> cheated on Mary J. Blige, then got spousal support. Yeah, shit, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, it's lit. I'm still gonna give it to Black China, and this is my only reason I'm not giving it to Kendu. Kendu gave up a list of the shit he needed throughout the month. It was 104 grand. He got 30 grand. Right. So he didn't come. Had the dog. judge given him the buck oh four? Out of get because the the shit was ridiculous. He needed like seventy five hundred for like uh, uh, somebody to fold his laundry. Like the nigga, the nigga request was insane. Had he got the four hundred and four thousand yeah. a month, I'd have given it to Kendu. But no, I, I gotta go uh, Black China. So um, congrats, Angela. Congrats, Angie. Finesse, finesse of the of of our life. <laughs> that shit is crazy. That's a lifetime. Yo, real shit. That's the. Check Life, that keeps on checking. A lifetime achievement finesse award for Angela. Because that's that's just gonna be there forever now. Yeah. Absolutely. R- real talk. 20 years from now, she's gonna get a lifetime finesse award. How about it? Shit. Yeah, salute to Black China, man. Finesse of the year. Definitely. Uh we before we get into these moments and the wrap up, let's go into relationship goals <laughs> of the year. Y'all love posting y'all relationship goals on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Black Planet, I guess. I don't know. Whatever the <laughs> fuck you on. Y'all love posting celebrities and saying who y'all want to be like and, yeah, and who y'all want to be like. So these are the joints that we've decided to put on the list for relationship goals of the year. Cardi and Offset. You niggas love that. That hood love. Hood love. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Diddy and Cassie. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Somebody asked me, was like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, it's like... Really, like, they, they kind of, like, you know, they've been there. And I'm like, but they've been there. But they the fact that they both made albums about their transgressions and the shit that goes, like, that's an in-depth look that historically private people right. don't really do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just had the twins. The fact that they donate and put so much money up into the black community and into all these different little activist situations, the way Jay rep Colin Kaepernick left and right, bailing out Baltimore protesters. It's just like, how the fuck could you not put right. Jay and Beyonce on there? And then, of course, the, the super hood love, down south hood love, <laughs> when you get proposed standing up at a basketball game. <laughs> Gucci and Keisha Kaor, they got to be on there. Who you got in this? Because uh, I know it don't match mine. Did we do Sierra and Russell Wilson? I said all of them. Oh, all right, cool. Um, can I speak since you're thinking about it? I'm super thinking about this. <laughs> Y'all just heard me speak on Jay-Z and, and Beyonce. Diddy and Cassie, I, you know, Cassie's beautiful. Puff is a lunatic. To look at. It's like, I don't, I, I don't really know anything about their relationship as far as them together. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Sierra is living out a Tyler Perry movie. You know what I'm saying? She was... It, <laughs> 
being serious right now. She is living out a Tyler Perry movie that makes $35 million at the box office. She was in a relationship with a drug-abusing, drug-selling... Womanizer. Womanizer who beat her down and killed her spirits. She met a nice, light-skinned Christian man who taught her how to pray and didn't even want no pussy at first. Loves her and her bastard child. I, Russell's got 200 M's on the books. Sierra's fucking it up. I, I, for me, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I didn't see a relationship <laughs> doper than Russell. They really, really fuck with each other heavy. Yeah. And they, they seem like they make each other better people. I mean, Jay and Beyonce are Jay and Beyonce. That's that's Doctor Huxtable and Claire right, right, right. of our fucking time. They 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 them. But I'm get, I, if if I have a say so in this, my vote is for Sierra. Well, and Russell naturally, I want to vote for Diddy and Cassie because of the OG YB relationship, um, and it furthers ah, my, it furthers my agenda. Yeah. So for that reason alone, I want to vote for them. But Jay Z and Beyonce <laughs> the have OG YB. <laughs> but they have Jay Z and Beyonce have that going on also. Yeah, true. And they're actually married. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined. Unfortunately, I'm inclined to agree with you. Russell Wilson is basically like a beacon for all the cornball brothers out there who achieved yeah. and overcame their whackness and them their like cornball a- status. Like academics, look up. at what you could be. This is exactly this is this can be you if yeah. you just stop being a sucker your yeah. whole life. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's just like looking at Russell Wilson, it's like, yo, you're the only black man in Nebraska. You're a second round third round pick or whatever as a quarterback now you were one of the five best QBs in the league you got a 200M contract you got a bad chick that once upon a time everybody in the game wanted that's some hell of a shit to overcome man and then Sierra all of the points that you named you had a nigga that was just eating lean out of your ass (laughs) now you got a good guy fearing man that didn't pressure you to have sex it's lit You probably ain't got to make no more sex tapes, which I'm sure Future had you making sex tapes all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's lit. So I'm inclined to agree with you and go with Sierra and Russell Wilson. Yeah. I don't don't see it any other way. It's like, it's really like a Tyler Perry movie. The the, the tips that they're on. So it's like, yeah, that was that was my vote, man. Uh, Future in in this Tyler Perry movie, Future would be like the dude that they got the deep voice. Yeah, that one that uh, that, beat dri- up, that drive a three hundred with rims on it. Yeah, one that beat up Idris Elba. Yeah, That's exactly, <laughs> exactly that boy selling dope out the penthouse <laughs> in the projects. <laughs> oh man, uh, congratulations, Sierra Russell Wilson. Uh, relationship goals of the year, definitely. Um, the shaking my head moment <laughs> of 2017. We got a couple couple topics. That we one. do. And then we're going to end on a high note. We're going to wrap this up on a high note. We got Kendall's Pepsi commercial, which was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Anybody didn't see it, there was a fucking uh, race war going on, basically. Civil war going yeah, on. There's a fucking Avengers 5 and, going and, on. And this uh, Nubian white queen nominee came walking through the crowd and pulled out a Pepsi can and gave it to the other side and all the war just stopped because they had cold Pepsi and and the internet and Twitter went absolutely. Martin Luther King's daughter, third uh, granddaughter, posted a picture of that shit of her father, Martin not her father, grandfather, Dr. Martin Luther King, on the front line getting like choked up by the cops. And she posted that picture on Twitter. Was like, damn, if only he had a can of Pepsi. And I'm just shit. like, that shit went like viral, viral. Like it was uh. bad. 
another shake of my head moment was the tiki torch. All the white men in khakis and golf shirts uh, went to Lowell's and Home Depot and bought tiki torches and marched on Charlottesville. Um, of course, a white woman lost her life down there, got ran over by an idiot in a uh, Dodge Challenger. Yeah, he got like 40-something years. And he just in got prison. sentenced, yeah. Fucking idiot. Uh, they dropped all the charges on the black guy. Remember the guy that was getting beat up on camera? Yeah. I don't even understand why he was fucking charged. Shout out Sean King. They uh, dropped all the charges, They and they locked up a lot of the guys who assaulted him. So, But that was a shake-in-my-head moment. Harvey Weinstein, Matt Laura. Russell Simmons, everybody else who was uh, accused. L.A. Reid. Everyone who was accused of sexual misconduct. Marshall Falk, Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNasty, <laughs> fucking uh, Warren. Sa- is, Warren that, is that not the best, that, the best headline I, I, of the I year? I said, this is how fucked up Philly is. <laughs> Donovan McNabb took y'all to four NFC championship games. Took y'all to a Super Bowl. 30,000 career pass yards. Throwing the ball to fucking trash and Stinkston. He deserved more than to be called Donovan McFucking <laughs> Nasty on the, on the front of the fucking newspaper. <laughs> the man deserved more than that. You understand what I'm saying? Holy shit. The greatest out of all the... the I, and I'm not advocating any of the sexual abuse shit. It's all trash. It's all bullshit. They they hit Warren Sapp. Like, yo, you was part of this shit. Warren Sapp, like, man, I wasn't, they, I wasn't fucking with that white bitch. Like, I ain't do that. And they like, but you bought all the women in the office vibrators. vibrators. And he like... Man, I got CTE. That was, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Warren off the chain. And he followed it up with, that wasn't about sex. I just thought they was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this shit. Little yeah. lipstick, John. But it's a fucking vibrator. This shit dope. Yeah. Fuck, fuck out of here. Fuck you, uh, The best picture mess up for La La Land and Moonlight at the Oscars. That was ridiculous. Um, the Vegas concert shooting. Oh, man. Uh, what was it? 59 people, I believe, murdered at that. 400, over 500 Worst shot. Mass shooting Worst mass shooting history. in the history. And to wrap that up, Trump versus, Trump versus everybody. But Trump's tweets and going at it with the NFL and the whole protest that Colin Kaepernick started getting completely skewered into some other shit that had yeah. nothing to do with what the fuck was going on. What's your shaking your head moment, man? Um, because it's so rampant, I'm going to have to go with the sexual misconduct shit. Like, my thing That's is... exactly where I'm at. Holy shit. Like, it's ridiculous. All of y'all? All of y'all. y'all <laughs> little known fact, y'all don't understand this. Me, Chad, and Rob, we have like one of the greatest group chats on Earth. Ever. Every goddamn day. Ain't it like every day is somebody like, new another one. going into the batch. Matt Lauer, Russell Simmons, fucking... Bruh. Wasn't it the, uh, the bull the other day? Um... Uh, the Tavis Smiley. It's just like Tavis come Smiley, on, man. Like, it, it, and and I, I was explaining to Chad and Rod the other day. The culture from the late '80s, early '90s, it had to be because we were all children, so we didn't yeah. know about this. There was no social media. Television used to go off. Remember when the Star Spangled right. Banner used to go? <laughs> you didn't see this shit the way you see the people who are yeah. famous and celebrities now. I'm like, the culture had to be fucked up for this shit to just be normal. Like, it was normalized. Like, literally, everybody's taking pussy. Like, everybody. 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 They said Matt Lauer had a fucking secret button in his office like Batman. Like, he could lock the door like in case somebody uh, tried to leave. Dwight Goodman. <laughs> White Goodman on fucking uh, dodgeball. Like, real like, shit. Like, are you leaving? No, you're not. No, nah, you ain't gonna fuck out. What the fuck is you doing? They had him on his video. Like, yo, yeah, keep bending over. It's yeah. a nice view right there. Yeah. Deal with you after the show's Crazy. over. Crazy, like he just was wilding. Like he was the the king of the castle, apparently. Yeah. 
And just like Russell Simmons, like Russell Simmons hit us with the, oh, no, nah, in my recollection, that didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. Then the next day, he issued a statement the next day. Another chick said, oh, well, do you remember such, 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 such? I resigned from everything. Yeah, I'm going to step down. I'm going to step down. Some, y'all playing <laughs> games. Like, oh, so y'all not going to stop. Yeah. So y'all going to keep coming, huh? I told Chad and Ron, like, the only way for Russell Simmons to get out of this shit is, be, is just for him to come out and be like, all of this sexual abuse and harassment shit I used to do was because I was eating meat. And that's why I'm a vegan. And that's why I do yoga. And now that, that I centered myself. Yeah, that would get, I don't take pussy no more. <laughs> that would get people on your side. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, there's no way around it. And, and and the crazy part was Rob was breaking down some astrology shit the other day. I don't really know anything about, about the that. moon being in retrograde. And, all and he was saying how that shit's just gonna keep happening and yeah. keep and it really is getting to the point where it's like every day yeah. there's new allegations somebody said something Sylvester Stallone like yo the, everybody about the Sylvester Stallone shit that especially pissed me off because I'm like yo Sylvester Stallone about 70 years old right now at the time that would have mean he was like 40 something years old or whatever this supposedly happened I shouldn't have to be made to delete Rambo and Rocky out of my filmography because you went looking for Sylvester Stallone to have sex and then you had sex with Sylvester Stallone and shit went a little bit left. Like, I shouldn't have to ruin my fucking childhood because you was out here being a fucking thought and then the sex got a little too kinky for you. That shit is nut shit. You know what Ross said the other day that was a very good point? The, The eye that's on celebrities now and Rob was saying, like, I don't judge him. He was he was t- he was tweeting about it. Like, I can't judge him because their lives are in a microscope. Imagine if your life was in a microscope. Oh my God. It, 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 you know what I'm I'd saying? Be, I'd be in jail by Tuesday. It, it's, and, and, <laughs> and Rob was like, look at just how different the times were to where Tupac went to jail for sodomy. Sodomy is like ass free. Yeah. He had the number one album in the country while he was in jail for sodomy. He's like, Biggie was a a uh, 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 very vicious dude when it came to like the women. Yeah, Big Pun was smacking his wife with a Mac Ten. Nobody batted an eye because it was the culture, and that's just how fucked up the culture was. To where yeah. it's like the whole shit with like Dr. Dre and think about it. Dr. Dre didn't have to start paying for the D Barn situation until he was about to sell beats. All that success, mm-hmm. like no one like it, all right, whatever. But you about to become a billionaire? Hold up. Didn't you beat a bitch in, like, 91? You're like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm Like, that yeah. shit real. Straight like, up. The, the culture was just not fucking with anything that dealt with the abuse or the belittling or the harassment of women. And to see it now and to realize these guys that we used to look up to when we were children, they not really heroes. Like, they, they was pieces of shit. Oh, completely. Real, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they, like it's, it's really a shake in my head situation. Every time I see a new name, every time I see a new accusation, I really just be like, damn, dog, you too? Like, you was taking pussy? You was groping bitches in the bathroom? Like, and then you hear the actual stories and it's like, nigga, like, I work with women. What the fuck would I come in and hand a bitch a vibrator for? (laughs) That's just stupid. Hey, I know you about to go on your route. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You get a little break in between. I know you got 30 minute breaks (laughs) in the mall. You might want to take this joint with you. You know what I'm saying? Handle that. Like, no, like, and, and to think that you was at a point where you thought that was all right, that's bull, that's bullshit. That's straight up bullshit. It's crazy. So, salute to like every man on earth from, <laughs> from, from every from, man ever from 1975 to 1999. You just won a trophy for shaking my head moment of 
2017 for the sexual harassment, sexual mix, sexual misconduct, and sexual uh, abuse allegations that are running rampant throughout the entertainment industry, sports yeah. industry, every goddamn where it seems like. Uh, all right, we got two last categories, man. We're going to end this on a high note. All right. Two dope-ass categories. Two dope-ass categories. And this is how award shows normally are. You you got all your dumb-ass categories, all your silly <laughs> shit out the way. You end with a bang. You, you end with song of the year and then album of the year or, you know, some shit like that. We're going to go with the best moment of 2017. Yes, we are. 2017 was good. We had some great moments in there. Do you have any that you want to add in before I read these off? No, I think you got it okay. spot on with that. All right, we have Kobe's. I wrote Kobe's last game. I meant Kobe's jersey retirement. Dual jersey retirement. His dual jersey retirement. First person to ever have two jerseys retired in the NBA. His number eight, three championships, uh, 16,800 points. His 24 jersey, two championships, an MVP, and 16,700 points. Third all-time in scoring, second highest, mo- second highest points in the NBA game. The only player to score forty on every team in the NBA, yeah. other than the team he played for, yeah. he should have uh, he should have won at least one more MVP. Definitely should have. In my third. opinion, he should have won 06 for yeah. sure. Yeah, thirty five point four points per I, game, and and the Lakers were horrible, and yeah. they were made it to the playoffs. Yeah, Smush Parker and Kwame Brown was crazy on the about same it. My team man was like, dude, my homie was like, how the fuck could you give him an MVP? They were the sixth seed. I'm like, Russell Westbrook just won an MVP. They were the sixth seed. I'm like. He was the most valuable nigga. Right. It's just what it is. Yeah, like, you take him off that team, they win zero games. Yeah. He Kobe. willed them to 45 wins. Kobe literally got to the and point where when he was... when the West was the gauntlet. Yeah. When the West had the Timberwolves with Garnett, the Spurs with a young Duncan, like, that he that shit with the, the Suns with fucking Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, yeah. like, that, that shit His degree difficult. of difficulty was through the roof. Yeah, and he literally got to the point where he was scoring 40 a night on nights he went to court. Yeah. Like, Kobe, Crazy. <laughs> crazy. I watched the 62 game the other night where at 62 and the three quarters, he had 30 in the third. That <laughs> <laughs> shit was effortless. They played that, and then they played the game where they closed out the Suns, where he scored the last 16 points. I remember he hit Alvin Gentry on the ass when yeah. he hit the last shot and came running. It's just like, damn, Kobe was fucking crazy. Yeah. So that was uh, one of the best moments, Kobe's uh, dual jersey retirement. Luke's speech at the BET Hip Hop Awards. Fill me in, because I didn't really watch the BET Hip Hop Awards. I didn't really watch them either. Luke's speech was so fucking thorough. He got on stage. He got the trophy in his hands, and he said, 35 years in this game, I ain't never been awarded shit. And the whole crowd, like, that opening (laughs) line was just too fire. And they stood up and all started clapping for him. And he said, I started hip-hop in the South. He's like, I remember getting on stage. The motherfucking stage wasn't no bigger than a table. Performing for two minutes, coming off, and they like, you country niggas don't know nothing about rap. Y'all ain't from New York. Y'all ain't from L.A. Y'all country niggas don't know nothing about rap. But he, we stuck with it because we knew we had a sound that was unlike anything else out there. He's like, when I met Rick Ross, this motherfucker was working at so-and-so. He's like, when I met DJ Khaled, this motherfucker was carrying records in the joint. And he started breaking down Trick Daddy and Trick right. and every motherfucking thing out there. He was like, they told my wife. He's like, and this is just a, a testament to what you can be. My wife decided she wanted to go to school because she wanted to negotiate NFL contracts. They said, can't no motherfucking woman do that. He's like, I wanted to start a league for kids in my motherfucking city, in Dade County, in motherfucking Miami, for them to have something to do, an outlet to play sports. Is that in the third? He's like, this Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman was one of the first kids to play in my summer league. Dang. He's like, my wife wanted to, to, to do NFL contracts. They told her, can't no black woman do that shit. 
She handled Devontae contract Freeman. Devontae Freeman contract. He the number one paid running back in the NFL right now. And the crowd was, he just was talking big, right. heavy shit. And then he was like, that's why I come here. And they like, yo, why you want, who, who you want to see tonight? You know what I told him? I want to see Cardi B. And Cardi B was sitting in front. He's like, you the reason I came this motherfucker tonight. Because I fucks with your story. You was in a strip club shaking your ass. And now you stand up here with number, number one motherfucking record in the country. That's why the fuck I come here. And that's the reason I love hip hop. And I, he, he had that. Damn. You got to watch his speech, though. His speech was. As soon as I leave out of here and watch His it. speech was thorough as shit. Um, Magic and Isaiah's sit down Ooh. on NBA TV last week. Man, allergies was acting up big Man, time. Man, listen, I ain't going to hold you, dog. Real, real talk. I teared up. You, it, you, if you know the story, a lot of y'all might. I'm about to explain it. Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas was best friends. Magic was the man when, when Isaiah came in the league. Magic had came in, won the championship. Isaiah came in the very next year. Magic and Bird had the 80s pretty much on lock, and the Pistons was like right there. Yeah. Isaiah was Magic youngin' at each other's weddings, in each other's weddings. Mark Aguirre too. They was the, it was all cool. Isaiah Thomas, basically, he said on the joint. You got to pick one, your friendships or your team. And Magic was the, he's the greatest Laker ever. So Magic chose the Lakers over my friendship when we became rivals in the championship in 1988. First play of the game, Isaiah, like, we come out, we kiss on the cheek because we best friends. First play, Magic elbowed me in the face. I didn't understand the shit. Fuck you do that for? He's like, man, it's war. Go the fuck over there. And he's like, and that put me in such a space where it's like I was hurt. And that just started a rivalry to where they just stopped speaking to each other. Yeah. And then once Magic came out with the HIV shit, Isaiah was questioning his sexuality. I fuck this nigga HIV. I fuck all these bitches. I don't get no... Yeah. Isaiah started wilding. <laughs> and they literally stopped talking. They was best friends. Their families was connected. Used to go on vacations, all that shit. These niggas didn't talk for 20 years. Isaiah even did an interview in 09 where they asked him about the Magic situation. Like, how's your relationship with Magic? He was like, Magic said we ain't got one. So, fuck him. And, and that's just where they was. Right. NBA TV called these dudes, said, yo, we want y'all to sit down and just relive. You ain't even got to be an older dude to just sit, to feel the energy between them when they was talking about coming up, coming from college, coming to the league, becoming successful. Isaiah like, man, I still remember the day you pulled up in the gold bins. And it's like, damn, Magic got to go over. Like, it was just dope to see. And then at the end of it, Magic straight got choked up and said, I'm sorry if I hurt you. We, we should have never went through that. My wife, my mother, my father, they all said we need to be back together. And Isaiah broke down crying, and they fell in each other. And I'm just like, that because that's they real friends. Yeah. And to see black men be able to sit on, na on national television yeah. and do that in front of other people, that's the shit you need to see more of when right. it comes to black men. Not afraid to be, you know, hugging, crying, right. like, because we, we, we too, too much bravado. That too much hyper-masculinity. That shit was just a fly-ass situation to see. So I definitely had to put that on there. Um, Swiss versus Just, the beat battle that went, went down on Instagram Live. Went viral. Shut, shut fucking Insta. That's what really put Instagram Live on the map. That that was that had to be up there. Eminem's BET Award Cypher. Man. I, I, somebody Man. hit me and was like, <laughs> put that. I'm like, I'll put it Man. on there. I, for me, it wasn't like a great moment, but I understand. I why. was watching it like, this sucks. <laughs> like, and you know, I'm an Eminem fan. I'm watching that shit like, this is bad. I was, like, when my, my homies was all hype about it, and I, I put it on, and I'm like, 
I'm waiting for the hot part. Ball up a fist. Yeah. And keep that shit ball. Like Donald the bitch. I said, I'm turning this off. <laughs> had enough of this. Chad tripping, man. What's next? Donald Duck? Like, I had enough of this. Uh, off. Donald Glover shouts out the Migos at the Golden Globes. Phenomenal moment. Phenomenal. Put the, put the hottest <laughs> song in the country right in the face of white people everywhere. And then Jimmy Kimmel's healthcare rants that he was doing on the show. Did you watch those? Yeah. They were phenomenal. Because he was crying, talking about his son and... And I don't know if you know, but they, you know that the uh, Congress voted against CHIP yesterday. Yeah, cut funding for CHIP. It, it, it's just insane to yeah. think that you got Canada that has free health care. For everybody. And, and for everyone. <laughs> and here we are in America yeah. where CHIP didn't necessarily affect me or my sisters as kids because my mother worked for the school district, my dad worked for the post office. Right. We had good health care. And then even me now, with SEPTA, my girl being a flight attendant, we got good health care. But there are so many people that we know that you don't even realize that are affected by that right. because what CHIP is, CHIP isn't free health care for you not being employed. It's for when you work a job and your job doesn't have adequate adequate health care to balance what you need for right. a child because children's health care can get insane because yeah. they need special things they need different type 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 work so chip basically steps in and balances that out for them to cut funding never mind the fact that y'all cut funding for meals on wheels and shit like that all right whatever my, and my, the GI Bill. And the GI Bill. It's and insane. the fucking uh, GI housing bill. It's nuts. The fact that y'all can cut funding for child health care insurance program is like, what we doing? All this while the super wealthy get tax breaks. Yeah. And I tried to explain to my homie the other day. America is built off of the... People think it's built off of liberty and all this bullshit. No. America, rich and poor. America is built off rich and poor. America is built off the 1% having 99% of the wealth. If that ever stops, this whole shit going to fall apart. Because yeah. they ain't going to know how to function. Yeah, I can't buy an $83 million house in the Hamptons? What the fuck? I, no. That shit's going to fall apart. Yeah. I'm, if you adequately disperse the wealth, then you can't keep people in check. You can't. You can't give people aspirational goals to attain to by showing them, hey, if you work hard, you can have this, when in reality... You ain't going to never have that shit because your grandfather fucking shot 10 Chinese guys yeah. in the head and took their business 90-something years ago, yeah. and that's why you have what you have, yeah. because you have generational wealth. Exactly. Because of the war crimes and the fucking murders and shit that your uncles and great-grandfathers put in place 70 fucking years ago, yeah. that's why you are who you are. What's going to change the world is technology exactly. and the fact that so many young people are getting mega rich overnight mm -hmm. by technological advances. That's how it's slowly starting to balance it out. You, you had a great John last week in the group chat. You was like, yo, America's stupid as shit. Oh, yeah. When you look around the world, I'm like, yo, that shit is real, dog. Yeah, we're like, dumb. We are morons when yeah. it comes to a lot of we're different We're a land things. of D plus C minus students, period. Always have been. So it's like, when you look at all the advances in medicine and um, medicine and healthcare and community relations and shit like that that are going on in the Middle East, in India, in China, shit like that, 
like the the cancer uh, research and all of that shit that them doctors is coming from. Fox Chase Cancer Center, their top research doctors come from India and China no, I'm, and Japan. I'm watching the drill, the boy was like, we're not number one in science. We're not number one in dentistry. No. We're not number one in technology. We're no. not number one in computer no. literature. We're not number one. In, the only thing we're number one is in, in is defense spending. We spend more than the next 24 countries behind us. 23 of them are allies. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's real <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, that's the, he's like, we lead the, na- the, the world in three things. Defense spending, people who believe that ghosts are real and uh, some other category. And I'm just like, yo, that shit is the truth. Like, so Jimmy Kimmel's healthcare rants were funny. If you, yeah. anybody listening, you get a chance, go Google them. They were fucking phenomenal. What's your take for best moment of the year? Um, You just hit me to some shit with the Luke drone. But I really I, liked it because it was just to see him come on stage. And it's, when he said it, I thought about it. I've never seen Luke on a stage for an award ever. ever. And he got the trophy in his hands like 35 years in this game. I ain't never been awarded shit. And I was just like, oh, this is about to be right. right. <laughs> can, oh, this is about to be yeah, good. This is just about <laughs> to be thorough. So it was dope. So, I'm not taking that, but I had to nominate because that yeah, shit was really, really no, dope. And I, and I really want to really look at that and, you know, view that or whatever. But the magic in Isaiah, John, just to set that example as black men, that it's okay to talk your problems out, mm-hmm. to face your adversity, to talk to somebody that you wronged and tell them, I was tell wrong. Tell them face to face. I'm sorry. I apologize. Not, oh, man, fuck that nigga. He's a, somebody that you really care about and be vulnerable and express yourself and have a sincere, sensitive moment because you really love this other person yeah. as your brother. We need more of that and not the hyper-masculinity and, oh, fuck that nigga, I'm going to shoot that nigga and taking taking from people that fucking look out for you and all that shit. Like, we need more of that. So to for me, that's just a, a landmark moment in the history of, of black men because we're literally taught to hate one another by history, mm-hmm. by the people that... Come up, community. fuck them niggas. Our they ain't culture, getting as much money as us. Them bitch ass niggas. Da, 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 da. Or I'm a blood. He's a crip. Or I'm a GD. He's a BD. Yeah. Like we're taught to hate one another by so many different. I drive seventeen. He drive a forty-eight. So it's many different shit. influences and social constructs that teach us to hate each other. So to see two super, super successful, successful, super rich black men come together and say, "I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry." I po- no, I apologize and put their problems and their pride aside. I've been talking to people this week, and I keep telling people, pride is a fucking sin for a reason. Yeah. That shit is dangerous. Yeah. And people need to know that being overly prideful will fuck you in the long mm-hmm. run. Like, I guarantee you both of them guys wish that they would have talked to each other 20 years soon. I didn't even realize that they had, they was doing business and everything together. Magic was like, we would like, because Magic was like, you see NBA players now, LeBron, and you see Michael Jordan, and Kobe, and Shaq becoming entities outside of the arena of basketball. We were doing that in the 80s. Yeah. Only thing is we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have, you know, all of these things, that this right. 24-hour news where it was just on you all the time. But he was like, me and Isaiah were starting things. We, the, He's like, you remember our first business? He was like, yeah, we bought the... Uh, 
I can't remember what it was they bought, but he was like, yeah, we did that, flipped that, boom, boom, boom. He's like, we was the first dudes buying property outside of the country. Right. He's like, you remember when we did this and we bought it? And it's just like, I didn't even know that they were doing all that. He was like, yeah, this was 86 and right. 88 because it wasn't shown. It just went out to me. Yeah. He was like, we was on that before any of these dudes standing up, being out there at Dr. Martin Luther King's gravesite and all these like, But it wasn't shown. It right. wasn't, you know, broadcast. It wasn't documented. The way it is now. But he was like, we we, we had been on this. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, Magic don't become a billionaire Overnight. not being <laughs> on this shit forever. And Isaiah super like, yo, I didn't even realize Isaiah straight designed NBA locker rooms. Like, the way NBA locker rooms are now, yeah. he designed that. Like, it's just, like, crazy shit that you don't even think about yeah. till you really sit down and watch it. For me, I had, be- like, when I, could you, uh, y'all don't really understand. I told Chad I wanted to do this awards thing, like, two months ago, probably. Right. I was like, that's how we should wrap up the year. My best moment up until that magic shit was the Swiss Beats and Just Blaze bad on IG Live. It made everybody fans for the evening. And because it was my joint, I'm going to give it props real quick for what it was. The shit was all that. I watched celebrities, Puff, Snoop, Meek, everybody in those comments on them. I, it didn't matter if you was watching Just Blaze I Live, right. Just Blaze IG Live, or a Swiss IG Live. That was just a great night, great moment in hip-hop to see two legends not get paid for this, just show up, battle, and you watching Busta Rhymes and Cassidy and everybody in the background just go berserk. That was a great moment. Yeah. But everything you just said is why Magic and Isaiah sit down. It was beautiful. It was. Fl- I've been telling people all week, please go watch that, John. Watch it from beginning to end. Right. The fuck the clip that's showing on the internet, go watch that shit from beginning to end so you really can get an understanding of who them... That was little brother and big brother. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, like, I want to see Shaq and Kobe sit down and be able to do that. You know what I Because mean? it's a lot of them joints that, that, that just happen out there in the world that should happen. You know what I mean? Magic and Isaiah, without a doubt, was best moment of 2017. Definitely. It was just so positive. It was so enlightening. Everything about it was beautiful and nothing but respect for that. Let's give a clap. Like, Magic really? Isaiah, that yeah. shit was all that. So that's definitely uh, best moment of the year for 2017. We got one last category. Who had the best 2017? Compiling all their accomplishments, right. all of their From things. From beginning to end. For the year. Go ahead, give them the run. All right, there. first candidate, we got Cardi B. Cardi B literally about... A year and a half ago said, I'm not dancing no more. I'm doing music. I'm doing hostings. I'm changing my motherfucking life. And she literally started off the year basically as a mixtape rapper, any run-of-the-mill mixtape rapper, and literally transformed that and, and using her internet following from just putting these dope, quirky, motivational videos up and parlayed that into... 30, 40K a night bookings, number one record in the country for the longest period for a female soloist ever. ever. And a dope relationship on all the top shows of the year, all the powerhouses, Hot 97, Summer Jam. Like, Let's talk about all the fashion designers she's modeling for and all of the magazine covers right. that she's on. You know, like Cardi Definitely. B's run this year. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. I, I kind of thought after Bodak Gallo, I'm like, she's not gonna be able to get back on radio. To hear her on No Limit, Crazy. she sounds phenomenal on Crazy. that joint. It's just like that motorsport. Like, she's 
She's really become a real live artist. Yes. So Cardi B, without a shadow of a doubt, has to be nominated. Definitely. Second, Uncle LeVar. Unc. Unc. Um, he basically went from the loudmouth dad that from Nowheresville that nobody knew to predicting that Lonzo would go to the Lakers to having, uh, you know, to pull both of his uh, sons out of school. No, I got them. I'm going to do da 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 Put them in pro basketball in Lithuania. He's raised the value of Big Baller brand exponentially to the point where President Trump was beefing with him and mm-hmm. calling him out by name on social media. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. The president. He's now, for his latest trick, he's found a void yeah. in the professional basketball system and says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start my own league with funding from here, 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 here. I'm going to start my own league, my own developmental league that gives players the option to come play for me and make 3 to 10 k a month instead of going to college and letting them yeah. exploit you and making motherfucking nothing. Yeah. And you can come play for me, and then that'll serve as your one year removed from high school, and then you can go pro. Yeah, the junior basketball league. The, basketball. the logo is Lonzo. I said, <laughs> this guy's the fucking greatest. If you don't like LeVar, I don't know what to tell you, dog. This man really is trying to start his own He's league. trying to start a revolution. The other night when he tweeted to John about his son's jerseys being retired in L.A., yeah. and he was like, you got to dream it into existence. You got to speak it into existence. And I'm just like, how do y'all not like this dude pushing for his kids like this? This shit is amazing, dog. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, LeVar, the whole big baller brand, their 2017 was insane. Uh, third, we got Gucci Mane. Uh, Gucci got out of jail uh, like summer 2016. He came out slim, trim, and shape. A whole different Gucci. He went from rocking a low cut to rocking a curly top. Yeah. He got right out, put a, put you know, started in 2016, immediately putting albums out. So far, 2017, I think he's put out like four or five different yeah. albums. He signed Rallo. He signed Hood Rich Pablo Juan. He's a part of... Uh, uh, he's like a silent partner at QC, the label, mm-hmm. as far as the Migos deal and all of that shit. Um, he got married. He got his probation term, final two years of his probation terminated, clipped. clipped. He got a mill for the marriage. He got on, a mill on, for the marriage, John. And he's just literally a magnet for money. Mm-hmm. And it's just like people everywhere are have now, the mainstream has caught up to the underground following and success that Gucci has had for a long time, and he's literally, to have another horrible Instagram quote, he's literally living his best life. Clean, sober, got a beautiful, supportive wife that held him down through his bed, all his business stuff that's going on, and he's just having a fantastic year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin, for those of you who still are yeah. living under a rock. Yeah, big rock. <laughs> is... Uh, a cryptocurrency created January 3rd, 2009, and it's basically like kind of looking at like the days of old. Like the, the, the basis of Bitcoin is basically like money is whatever we say it is. Mm-hmm. So if we can find a system that backs the currency, then it's money. Exactly. So Bitcoin is basically based off a peer-to-peer network interlocking computers that constantly keep the supply chain moving, and that's how the Bitcoins are produced. I was watching the journal that you know the name that they, it's like a Japanese name, I can't think of it right now, that 
uh, they said is the founder of Bitcoin. Yeah, that trademarked the name they, and all it, that. If they found the guy and um, <laughs> it wasn't him, but it's his name. Okay. <laughs> and, but they, they like came to his house, all these reporters and shit in Japan. They're like, you're the owner of Bitcoin. Right. And he like, y'all don't see this fucking house. I don't own a fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> he was pissed. I'm like, yo, they really showed up at his crib. Right. He like, nah, dog, y'all got the wrong dude. But yeah, Bit- so in 2017, Bitcoin has literally gone from roughly five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars a share. So it hit, so it hit eighteen eight last week. It hit nineteen the oh, other I day. I didn't see that. It, was <laughs> it, hit, it, hit, it hit over nineteen the other day. I'm just waiting on it to hit over twenty. And they're now saying the same financial analysts who were saying it was going to top out at seven seventy two hundred was the breaking point. Like at seventy two hundred, yeah. pull the fucking escape hatch and get out. They saying that shit might go to a half a mil. Yeah. I saw 500 grand the other day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There was a report a few weeks ago before it cracked 18 that said 40 grand. Now they're saying half a mil. Mm-hmm. They're like, literally, we don't know where the fuck this shit can, shit go. can go. They're roughly at a 14 million unit market cap right now. They can go up to 21, and the demand is literally not going anywhere. It's going up. Real quick, since we're talking about best moment of the year, I mean, uh, who had the best 2017 of the year? Um, real quick, it's only one nominee. Who had the worst 2017 of the year? <laughs> Darren McFadden gave $3 million to a financial investor. The financial investor in 2011 told him that I'm going to invest this money into a thing called cryptocurrency. He didn't invest the money. He stole the money and put it in his pocket. Had the financial investor invested the $3 million that Darren McFadden gave him, Darren McFadden's investment would be worth $237 million right now. Like, it's insane. And I just want to make a point. I'm not that, saying that you're supposed to kill people. But, but it, I understand. But I get case. it if that, like, it, it's just no way around it. My point to this is you have to have huge platinum diamond encrusted balls. You got to have a lot of moxie. To not even, not just to pocket the three mil. But to not even, like, pretend to... Yeah. You didn't even say, I'm going to take one and invest the two. Yeah. To where it's like, hey, man, I don't got 237, but I got 196 for you. Like, you didn't do shit. Here go the crazy part. Is, is if you invest the three mil, 237, if, if you get 5% off of that, you you up 11 almost. You win in the long run. It just doesn't even make and sense. And it's not even a fucking long run. It's six fucking years. Crazy, right? Darren You're Mc- a financial advisor. I, I, I don't see how Darren McFadden is sleeping right now. I read that shit the other day, like, and then I saw are, him. What are you I'm like, supposed what to fuck? do knowing that somebody owes you $237 million? Crazy, right? For what a $3 million investment. What are you supposed do you, to do? And this is the crazy part where I understand solely what LeVar Ball is talking about with wanting to start a junior basketball league. where you He was talking about having them kids under, get financial advising classes and shit. Like, like shit they should get. You go into the league, you go into the NBA, you, you probably don't need American history. You probably don't need it. <laughs> But to understand finances and understand where you putting your money, yeah. watching that uh, 30 for 30 broke was one of the most heartbreaking shits ever. To see just how they throw money at all these little different yeah. situations and have no clear understanding. It's like, you've never had a restaurant in your life. Why do you want a restaurant that seats 500 people? You don't know how to... Right. You never had a fucking hot dog stand. Right. Why do you want to do this? But to see the fact that, like that, Michael Vick, Vince Carter, it's so many names that got burnt. Yeah. From the fucking financial advisors to see a financial advisor in in this is in this day and era, right? Like with cryptocurrency, where you could have invested this money and made this man a quarter of a billion dollars, 
and now he just out exponential wealth. Like I can't sue you. You don't have. You don't have. You don't quarter have billion the dollars. quarter billion. Even if I get a some type of severance, I'm gonna bankrupt your business. You're gonna file bankruptcy. You're gonna not have the money, and then you're gonna be paying me thirty grand a month or some stupid ass shit yeah. like that. But I want my two thirty seven. Yeah, crazy. Like it's just it's just crazy, and it's just like when you get to that level of wealth. It's kind of like with like people who uh, house flippers, with contractors. The same pe- the same people that are competing for your business are competing to rob you. Yeah. So these same financial advisors that are competing to manage your money and I'm going to give you an 11 percent return and this and that, they're really competing to rob you. In in this case, literally rob you. Rob you. Hey, give me. Did you wire the three million yet? Okay, cool. I'm going to Bora Bora. Yeah. Like. Fuck you, so yeah, motherfucker. Dar- Darren McFadden definitely had the worst 2017. Hands down. Uh, we got two more on these uh, who had the best 2017. Colin Kaepernick, freedom fighter. He literally paid. Won, he won GQ Citizen of the Year. He paid for his beliefs with his career. We haven't seen that in 40 years. Uh, yeah. We haven't seen that since the 60s. Yeah. Somebody that's literally... Ali was ready to go to jail as the champ. That's the only other one I can think of that's close we, to that. And it's just... It's a, it's applaudable. It's commendable. It's... My thing is to see him now get the, get the million-dollar book deal. Yeah. Get all this exposure. Get GQ Citizen of the Year. Get all these different little things. It's just like, damn, people are really seeing it. To see, granted, he wasn't even on the team, but to see Malcolm Jenkins and them get $100 million from the NFL for, you know, putting the money into all these little different right. situations, like, all right, people are waking up. People are starting to see what Colin Kaepernick was, stand, was standing up for and what he ultimately got sat down for. Right. So. I, I think he deserved a nomination for that. Definitely. And then... Not to be undone. N- n- last but not least... There has to be a, bla- a dark horse. There has to be. <laughs> there has to be a dark there horse. There has to be a 5,001 <laughs> in the race. No way around it, baby. Our guy... YDN King. Formerly D-Block Deuce. Yeah. From Deuce MX to Deuce EO. <laughs> Mr. Affiliated Films. Our guy, Deuce. Yeah, man. Deuce had to get the mention, man. To Phenomenal Deuce, year, man. To see Deuce become a... I'm talking about multiple, multiple situations going on with uh, filming videos. Photography. Photography. Weddings. Every goddamn thing. Like, Deuce has become a real live photographer. Yes. It's been dope He's to a see. staple of the Philadelphia hip-hop scene. Yeah. Uh, At every doing concert, photos, doing yeah. everything. Events. Yeah. All types of shit. Yeah. Definitely... He glowed up big time. Got to give a shout and out. And we had to, to give our guy a shout out. I mean, who do you got on this list? As, who had the best 2017? As much. Because I know who I'm taking. As much. We're giving out two trophies for this one. There's no <laughs> way around. I know who I'm taking. As much as I would like to vote for Bitcoin because it's phenomenal and I'm an investor, I got to give it to Colin Kaepernick. Got to give it to Kaepernick? I got to give it to Colin Kaepernick. And if we're giving out two trophies, my man Deuce. Oh, we're giving out three trophies. Oh, okay. So who's the third? I want to give one to Deuce. I want to because I physically know Deuce as my man. <laughs> yes. I, I want to. LeVar Ball took over the world in a t-shirt and sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> what am I wearing right now? T-shirt and sweatpants. I got like that's just <laughs> thorough as shit to me. He took over the planet. In sweats. <laughs> I've never seen nothing like it. Yeah. He ain't put on a suit yet. <laughs> and when he do, it's a goofy suit. <laughs> He's like being smart. It's like a maitre d' suit. Yeah. He came there with a big baller brand tie. To the one, like, 
I like LeVar Ball has really made himself a household name. His sons are household names. Definitely. He just bought a 16,000 square foot mansion in Chino Hills. They started Facebook TV with they, they're the on, Ball family. They're on their second season already of Ball in the Family. Lonzo has 35 mil guaranteed. LaMelo has a Lambo. Like, his son... Jello has a Ferrari. Jello got a Rari. He'd be <laughs> taking glasses and shit, but whatever. Like, Jello got out of the situation in China. And then on national TV, straight told Trump, man, kiss my ass. I, he said, man, you was there anyway, man. You Fuck was out of already here. there. You ain't go there to get them. <laughs> this ain't nothing to do with us. Talking about... <laughs> Big baller, baby. <laughs> like, I got to go with LeVar Ball. So we're giving out three. Yeah, hey, man, in this category, truly speaking, nobody's a nobody's loser. Nobody's a loser. But we're giving out three trophies. We're giving man. out three trophies, man. LeVar, Colin Kaepernick, and Deuce. And Deuce. They deserve it. I, you know what? I'm giving a trophy to every goddamn body. Because <laughs> Cardi <laughs> deserve it. Gucci deserve it. Yeah. And Bitcoin. How could you not... Fuck with some shit that started out as 46 cents a share. That penny might started reach out as a damn penny. You know what's crazy? Stuff. The boy was saying the other day, uh, Kyle Hardy was like, the Darren McFadden shit, if it goes to $500,000 a share, his $3 million investment would be worth about close to $900 million. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking scary. Like, that might be a billion dollars. Like, the boy who turned down right. 10% of Nike. Yeah. In, uh, in 1979, they offered a college player 10% of Nike or 100 grand to be the spokesperson. Man, give me the 100 grand, man. He took the 100 grand because, of course, it's 1979 <laughs> and it was Nike. Nike wasn't shit. Had he took the 10%, Nike's worth $90 billion. He'd be worth 10, I mean, uh, $9 billion. dollars. $9 It'd be like $9.12 billion. You got to be believe, man. It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. You got to believe, man. So that's honestly how I'm ending it. Yo, Cardi B, LeVar Ball, Gucci, Bitcoin, Colin Kaepernick, and, and Deuce. Deuce. All getting trophies. Everybody getting had the trophy, best man. 2017. They all deserved it. They all earned it. Let's give it up for our uh, nominees and our award winners. 2017 is coming to a close. This is our last show of the 2017. Year. We're going to be here at this new studio. Hopefully, we get into the big boy. To the A room. To the A room. We need yeah. a G room right when, now. When we, I know when we bring celebrities and people through, we're going to be in the A room. Right. Because uh, that, that's, that's just a real nice setup. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, we got this new studio over here in Jersey. We got a new network. We're going to be a part of our old network. is Merging. With, merging yeah. with the new network. So, it's going to be a dope situation. Um... Christmas is coming up. Then we got New Year's. We won't be here. We'll be here. The New Year's Day is Monday. A Monday. And we'll be here that Thursday, hopefully. Hopefully. So uh, that's January 4th will be our next show. January 3rd, whatever Somewhere it is. around there. It'll be our next show. Hopefully, we'll have our special guests. Hopefully. we didn't. Hopefully. I, I didn't want to put it out there yet. Yes, I ain't going to say who. Yeah, me neither. But we'll have our special guests. And but I, if we get the special guests, we're going to break the internet. We had them today. <laughs> we had them but today. But we just couldn't record in the other studio, and it just didn't make sense because we was on Threw opposite ends of the yeah, earth. Yeah. So, but um, 2017 is a wrap, man. We're going into 18, trying to be more positive. We're trying to eat better. We're trying to make Definitely. more money. Um, I'm trying to win me a fucking World Series bracelet, dead ass. I'm trying to win one. Right. Uh I'm in a good space, man. Like we we just in a we we in a real good space, man. Definitely. Shout out to um Pastor Carl. Shout out Love. Shout out uh Kendall. Kendall. Shout out to Mitch. Ao. Ao. Clint um, Coley. Spank. Clint. Uh, yeah, I found out Clint, man. I you know we he he posted the other day. He just found out he had diabetes. Damn. So it's like you know um 
we gotta take care of ourselves. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? Clint was saying it like we just gotta watch what we eat to you know just do things. And I I know I'm at risk for because people in my family got the shit. Right. So it's just like yeah, we gotta just wake up and be better. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to um Kurt. Shout out to Deuce. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Spank with his goofy ass. <laughs> um, who else did we have on there this year? Ra. Ra. We found Ra. We found Ra. One of my favorite episodes. Yep. Um, Ra was actually just texting me. LeBron <laughs> went off and shit. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. I know it's more people I'm just forgetting about. If we forgot you, we didn't mean to. Yeah, I definitely didn't mean to. Um, Shout out to all the listeners and all the supporters, man. man. Everywhere in the world, man. Like, y'all literally, like, y'all be... All over this country. Refocusing us. Shout out to the DMV. Crazy Because I get a lot of love from them down there, man. Shout out to the DMV. Shout out my man Stone Marley. He's a big advocate of the show. He just be like... And my man uh, Mo Jizzle. He like, yo, y'all niggas funny as shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. All of the supporters everywhere. We still got to get uh, Rich on the show. Philly, you're welcome whenever you come yeah, to the Rich, city, Rich man. Rich be playing games, man. He He's be here. like, yeah, I'm coming to the city. Then you hit him, uh, oh, yeah, no, I was here, but I was at a uh, cook-off. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Mir Fontaine. Uh, Shout out Vili. Yeah. Oh, I knew we was forgetting somebody. Dope shows, baby. Mir and Steph. Like, how could we forget them? Dope shows got a show coming up January uh, 13th with PNB. Is it 13th or 14th? I don't want to get it wrong. Hold on. Let me get the, Let me get it right. Let me get it together. Yes, January 13th um, at the Fillmore. PNB Rock. Tickets right now, about 55% sold out. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets to go to that show. Any openers that uh, is interested in being a part of the show, you can hit me up directly. I can plug y'all in. I am the plug to get you on that show if you're good, only if you're good. Um, I got my next big event Saturday, January 6th. I got Chino from uh, Dream Chasers MMG, birthday party at Vanity Grand. Um, my new situation every weekend is V Lounge at the Vanity Grand Complex. We got a whole separate lounge. We got a $100,000 build out on this lounge. This shit is beautiful. We got drink specials, bottle specials, all that. Every Friday and Saturday, 10 p.m. to 3 a.m., ladies free before 12. So I'm catering to the ladies. Something that doesn't go on nowhere in Philadelphia. I'm trying to create that vibe yeah. and cater to the ladies. Ladies free before 12, Friday and Saturday. And every Saturday night, we're doing a premium open bar for one hour free of charge. So you get in free, your open bar is free, cheap drinks, cheap bottles, and it's going to be a dope-ass time. That's what's and up. I'm having all the top DJs from Philly and beyond come through on the weekends and spend and just try to create like a dope vibe atmosphere for people to come out, you know, that's age-appropriate. Yeah, Chad's... Uh at the V Lounge, go see him there. I'll be in the poker room. Don't come see me there. <laughs> do not, do not run up on me in the, me poker, the room. poker room. I will call security. Uh, one last shout out. I forgot one of our guests, Scooter. Shout him out. Yo, Scooter. Little do you know, we hated you all year because your show, for whatever reason, did not register. People were not listening to it, and now it's become a cult classic, and everybody's listening it's to like it. It's like one of our biggest downloads. I shows. guess it's probably because we took so much time off. People were just going back finding shit yeah. to listen to, and they was like, oh shit, let's check out this Scooter's World, Joe. And the shit has really blown up. It's like one of our top five most listened to episodes now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. Even a garbage can gets a steak, man. You never know. <laughs> 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 hey man, listen. Happy New Year to all our listeners. Merry, um, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. All that, man. 
Um, don't don't drink and drive on New Year's. Please do not drink. Uber and Lyft exist for a reason. Yeah. And if you live in certain markets, moving is the black-owned Uber and Lyft. Moving, M-O-O-V-N. If you live in certain did, markets. Did you know that Nas owns, like, parts of everything? Uber, everything. Lyft. Everything. Every guy. I didn't know that. Twitter. Everything. All, yeah. Instagram. Instagram. Everything. I, what the hell? Yeah. Stout said, he said, no, he got in on everything. Everything. He said he got in early on yeah. everything. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, Nas is filthy rich. Yeah. But we out. Realest podcast ever. We love y'all, man. We appreciate the fanfare. It's been a one great year. year anniversary is coming up, yeah, man. One year anniversary is January 17th. Yes. Downloaded in all these countries, all these downloads. Migos for president episode got like 300,000. <laughs> I think it's like 400,000 yeah, downloads now. Crazy. Like, you know, like, we appreciate you, man. All the listeners across the country, across the world. I got a DM the other day from somebody in Belgium. I'm like, oh, what's up? He's like, yeah, man, listen to your show. This show's all that. Holy like, oh, shit. That's what's up, man. Appreciate it. So, yeah, that's definitely what's up. We out of here. We be back after the new year. Absolutely. Cool. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cut-off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.